Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Happy Friday, fuckers. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. I'm Corinne. That's C O R I N N E. I just gotta address that because every fucking email has my name spelled wrong. And now we've now we've gotten to the point where everyone spells Christina's name right because it's, <laughs> so, it's so fucking weird. So weird that we've gone. And now everyone's but there's it's Corinne, one R two N's like holiday inn. It sounds right. What you do? It looks the prettiest. Sorry if your name spelt the fucked up way, but it it's the right pretty. way. It does look pretty. Um, so thank you. I will say, um, I was on the phone with Apple last week. Trying, I spent twenty minutes trying to tell them the spelling of my name. I kept going K R Y. Wait, 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 wait. K R Y S T. Wait, S T S T Y T Y. And this fucking woman said K is in kite, R is in rabbit. A is an apple. I'm like, that's not what I fucking said. What? It was so. Why doesn't even sound like A? And not even a little bit. But there was 20 minutes of the back and forth of K is in kite, R is in rabbit. I'm like, how's it? How about F is in fuck you? (laughs) Am I right? Uh, Then I just hung up. Uh, And on that note, uh, thank you very much to uh, Monge and Jason for driving 10 hours from Canada to come uh, hang out at Nacho Bitches. You were awesome. It was good seeing you. Yeah, a lot of cool people came out to that show. Gotta get to Nacho Bitches, bitches. It was very fun. I was excited. I appreciated it. Um, If you're in New Jersey uh, tomorrow, Saturday, I'm going to be at 10th Street Live, which is in Kenilworth, New Jersey, uh, for GQ Comedy, which is a great show produced by Gordon Baker Bone. Um, Come out. I don't know how much it is. It's not that expensive. It's New Jersey. Just bring And they have really tasty food there. Jersey has great food. Jersey has great sandwiches. Well, I mean, not this place. Oh. <laughs> 10th Street Live. Well, I know a lot of good places in Jersey. Yeah, and then I we can go eat. then we could go to the Taco Bell drive-thru <laughs> afterwards because that's like kind of a thing that I do when I perform yeah, I there. Yeah, I get it. My friend um, Manny and I. <laughs> I had a fun weekend. Mm-hmm. I heard. Um, I got some texts about it while I was eating ice cream with Pinkerton by yeah, myself. While I was uh, getting titties in my face. Uh-huh. So you know about my love for strip clubs. You do love a good strip club. The past couple visits weren't the best. <laughs> Nothing but me out like a bad strip club visit it it gets real depressing because i want to believe just like the guys who go there i'm sure that every girl's like having fun and they're like really enjoying and they're super fucking cool right but you can always tell when you go there and like when i went with ryan reese the girls were wasted and they were mean and i was like this isn't fun so we went we went to see steven's dad who was who was ill had fallen ill but has since recovered and then that night, <laughs> just the way you said that was funny. <laughs> and that night, he was like, "Well, let's see Mad Max." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, but like, or we can like get crazy and like, you know, go to a strip club or something." And he was like, "Yeah, I guess." And part of the fun for me is I want him to be into it. Yeah, if he doesn't want to go and I gotta drag him, it's never really fun to yeah drag somebody to a someone strip club. to yeah <laughs> yeah. It just it's just like it kills it for me. Mm-hmm. I want you to have fun. So we ended up. I remember we were driving and we like didn't know exactly what we were going to do. And he's like, well, what do you want to do? You want to go see Mag Max? Or you want to go to the strip club? And I was like, I would like to go to the strip club, please. And he brought up this place, Al's Diamond Cabaret. Apparently it's a real famous strip club. A lot of porn stars will go there and do like a tour. They'll do like a night or a weekend there. I had never been there. 
apparently it was fucking awesome. So I was like, fuck yeah, we're going to the strip club. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to have like a sexual adventurous horny night. And then we're going to go back home. We're going to have great sex. And let me tell you something. This strip club was amazing. Mm -hmm. It was only 12 bucks to get in. We thought it was going to be 20. So ding, 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 number one. So that's another and there was this dance. girl well exactly exactly <laughs> that's what i was thinking so there was this girl featuring there who was um a burlesque dancer who just got naked her name was roxy delight and she was, was on she did two performances that night and we walked in during one of them stunning fucking girl her skin looked like angel skin mm-hmm. she was so soft like i just she just looked like her skin was really soft like a pillow she yeah. smelled good she looked fucking fly she looked gorgeous and we came in and i was i didn't know if i never can i never know if it's going to be uh, vaginas out or just titties because some of them you can't get fully naked her pussy, well, was it a juice bar or were they serving alcohol they were serving alcohol and okay. everyone was fully naked oh in new york city weird in new york city you can't have both of those yeah. things yeah in al's diamond cabaret you motherfucking can that's in pennsylvania yeah okay and reading pennsylvania great and this girl was gorgeous and she was like fucking owning the shit out of the stage and she was she had a poster rolled up with a rubber band and she was rubbing it on her vagina oh, as I was we walked hoping- in she was holding it in her vagina okay oh that'd be dope actually um (laughs) sorry always find a way to be disappointed that's my mo really bring down the mood um so we walked in and this fucking gorgeous girl is rubbing a a poster of herself on her pussy and i was like i'm gonna have a really good night and so steven and i were like immediately thrilled so we walked in and we sit like there's two layers this strip club is set up really well Uh there's a stage in the center there's one layer of low seats and then there's a layer right behind that of bar seats and then behind that is uh, whatever so we sat in like the second layer so we're just you know distant enough that we weren't you know wouldn't feel weird if she like put her pussy in our face like yeah i like to sit back a little bit yeah and every girl was super fucking rad and really hot and there was a lot of girls there that were really attractive and i kept going to see i was like do you like do you think she's hot do you think she's hot and we weren't spending that much money because a lot of the girls weren't coming around us we were a little farther away so we like had only spent seven dollars on a whiskey that was it for me so steven was like well it's gonna lap dance and i was like right okay cool because he was into it and that got me pumped and like the whole night i was wet and uh and we got a lap dance from the fucking hot burlesque girl mm. who was rubbing the poster on her pussy great and she i guess when girls I, I would assume maybe strippers aren't used to cute chicks coming into the club yeah no um because there were some girls there not a lot but they kind of looked pissed like they didn't look like they're like i guess i'm here some of some of them look like they were having fun but because they're them- doing that thing that girls do when they try to seem more sexually adventurous than they seem comfortable with which is I guess. the least sexually adventurous thing you can do right and also if you don't want to go to the strip club then don't fucking go yeah like go home and watch netflix but if also that's like, don't you. tell your boyfriend or husband that he can't go he can go and you can stay home sorry yeah um well uh, so, okay. So we get a lap dance after like a night of watching the strippers and like talking and, oh God, I wait. Okay. <laughs> the girl's bathroom, the guys have like a bathroom, like a regular in a restaurant, right? right? The girl's bathroom is in the stripper's dressing room. Well, I was going to say, I was like, there, there is, is no, no girls, girls. It's like a gig club. There's so no I, girls bathroom. I asked the waitress, I was like, where's the bathroom? She was like, oh, it's actually the, the girl's dressing room. If you don't mind. I was like, don't mind. I'm going to go to the bathroom every 10 minutes. Yeah. I was so amped. So I finally went to the bathroom and there was all the strippers there, like putting their makeup on and i was like hey girls what you doing like oh my god it's crazy right and so i was peeing and i saw i they started having this conversation of like oh my god 
peeing on stage is like my biggest fear. Like if I peed on stage, I just walk out. Like they were just having this like conversation about this common fear that they apparently was have there an on 80 stage. year old stripper there. No, they were all young and Why? it's so weird. I've I never like, just like accidentally peed. I know. I'd be more concerned about getting my period. I know. And then I came out and this one stripper looked exactly like Carly Rae Jepsen. And I was yes. talking to her and I was like, I was like, can I just like ask you some questions real quick? <laughs> she's like, yeah, sure. I was like, what's the weirdest thing a guy's ever said to you? And she's like, oh God, I got a bunch of stories. But the weirdest one was the first lap dance I ever gave. A guy was like, I'm going to tie you up in my basement and I'm not going to give you any food. And I was like, oh my God. And she's like, yeah, that was crazy. But whatever, that's only happened once. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So when we get Is the it lap- weird that that sounded kind of fun to <laughs> Um, I saw a movie about that. Anyway, going on. Um, so then we, so at the end of the night, after like what, like three out, maybe two and a half hours there ish, whatever, we get a lap dance from the really hot girl, Roxy, Roxy Delight. Okay, and she was like, "Oh, you're cute," and she like, um, we got two lap dances that night, right. one by Roxy and one by this like super hot Latina chick. Both of the strippers, because I was wearing a crop top, uh huh. They were like, "Can I see your boobs?" And I was like yeah you can and they like lifted up my shirt and they're like holy shit and steven was like right and they're like playing with my tits but you had a bra on right yeah but they lifted up my bra oh they did yeah i was like this feels great oh i'm proud of you and then roxy both strippers did this Mm -hmm. they put their mouth on my crotch over my jeans and started humming and i was like this feels really good whoa huh yeah that's interesting. And I all I could do was go like, oh, my God, this is great. But like in a sexy way, because I was actually like really turned on. Right. And uh, and then. Stripper 101, of, who knew? Both of the strippers lifted up my shirt and were like, holy shit. And then they both like mouth went down on me, mm-hmm. which felt really good. And mm-hmm. she was like, yeah. And then we went home and had the best sex ever. And then we had sex the next morning. That's great foreplay. Yeah. And there was a moment. Oh, at Steven's parents house. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Um, and there was a moment the next day, because we get on this phase where if we're having sex, we, if we have sex, we just have sex continuously. Right. Because the more sex I have, the more horny I get. And so the more, but we get in ebbs and flows. So if I'm used mm-hmm. to like, we haven't had sex in a, like a two days or three it's days. It's hard like, to get that started again. Yeah. So I'm just like, let's just go right. to bed. Like it's easier to just go to bed. Exactly. So we were on the let's fuck phase. And I remember in the morning, I was like, I want you to come on my ass. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, okay. And then he tries to put his dick in me. And I was like, no, come on my ass, not in my ass. And it like kind of ruined the mood. It was really funny though. I, I hope you said it more quietly than that. I did. In the, because his, his mom hadn't gone to church yet. In the Penta household. His mom hadn't gone to church yet. So, uh, really fun fucking night. Have that you ever, really fun. Have you ever yeah. been to a strip club with a guy? Yeah, I went for my 19th birthday. Me and oh, Tim. that's right. Me and Tim celebrated my 19th birthday Did you birthday have good there. sex that night? Um, I'd, you know, the, the, when I was 19, like, fucking, I don't know. That's not really, I was thinking, I was a little more romantic back then. Right. So that's not, I mean, I'm sure it was, totally. I'm sure we had a fun night. It was a fun night. Yeah. I remember that. It, I'm telling, fucking, Damn. It turns me on so much. See, it doesn't, and also it doesn't turn me on the way it turns you on. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I just really don't get turned on by women. I really wish I did. I, I mean, I get turned on by like hot naked chicks dancing on Steven. Is that weird? <laughs> no, I would get more turned on by that. That's really what got me. I mean, I was turned on because there was this like hot naked chicks everywhere, but it, it was like a mild turned on. Like, yeah. okay, I could, I could go for one. But then when the lap dances happened, I was like, yeah, baby. Yeah. I would get turned on if it was, they were on my boyfriend and like all, almost like ignoring me, like almost like yeah, treating me treating like, like shit a little. Yeah. Like but mean they were really girls. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. But then, I don't like when strippers are try to talk to me. Oh, uh, well, it I like a, I like to keep uh, the boundaries. The thing is, the, especially the first both of them actually. They were really good at talking to us like in a really hot way. Like they didn't talk too much and what they said was like really Marissa good. Like Marissa Tomei and the wrestler. Kind of. She that turned me on. Oh god, and, she looked hot in that. And when movie. we, she was, she's so hot. Dear God. When we Oof. were driving home, I'm like, I fucking wish we, like, if I was a, a a wealthy person, I would in a second hire that chick to have sex with us. If that was what she would be. If that was doing. her prerogative. But if it wasn't, that's totally cool. Okay, girl, you do what you do. Her choice. But if you wanted to, like, totally fuck us for money. <laughs> but I'm like that. That's who I want to have a three way with. Like a chick who like kind of owns it. Serious stripper. She's in Reading, she's Pennsylvania. Fake. She's fake to me. Exactly. She's a character. You'll never see her again. And that's exactly who you should that's have. Exactly a what with. I want. But like, where's a bitch get that? I mean, you probably if you I mean, if you get more used to kind of navigating the strip clubs or get a stripper, yeah. like a favorite stripper, you could. That's exactly something that you could work. But I also out. I'd want to make sure they're tested. Like I want to. That's very important to me. All right. Well, now you're asking for too much. <laughs> Just put a condom but if you on. Hire, if you hire a prostitute, they don't they can't they show you papers or no? Prostitution's illegal in New York. What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I can ask it and it's not crazy. And she can say, yeah, oh, wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm clean. <laughs> no, but I mean, if you're using a condom, it's it's fine. Mm, now with Steven's so Steven's too. Oh, uh, well, that, yeah, that's like, it, it's got to be like then maybe threesome out the best. Uh, uh, we're going to totally fuck first. Can I see your papers? Can I see your documentation? <laughs> what are we now, Schwitz? This is like the Ellis Island to my vagina. <laughs> you got papers oh, i'm clean i swear mm-hmm. oh my god no we're gonna elian gonzalez our way it's, really it's your fucking pussy that's we don't how play bad you want to get there you paddle your way your vagina is you, your vagina is like ellis island mine is wherever elian gonzalez came in whatever <laughs> damn he came in i'm like oh you don't got papers who cares come on in <laughs> Come on down to Korea's pussy. Everyone's welcome. The less white, the better. Okay. Right? <laughs> oh, man. I have a good time. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so now we're going to read some letter, right? This is a, some fucking email. This is a three hour podcast. Um, yeah. So the uh, this is entitled Abstinence Dash Forever. Forever, ever? Um, forever, ever? Okay, I don't know if you can say your name. So my name is something, and I'm from Canada. It's a chick. Uh, I would like uh, both your opinions on abstinence. I come from a fairly strict Chinese family where sex before marriage is repulsive and forbidden. I'm not sure if I was, quote, brainwashed into thinking that sex is not part of a dating relationship, (laughs) but honestly, I do not see the importance or urge to have sex if I am dating someone. Granted, I am only 16, key key fact very young uh so i can't speak for myself in the future yet i honestly do not believe in the concept of marriage and the ties it has to religion and binding oneself to someone else for the sake of continuing the family name so what if i want to create a wonderful and ambitious career and future for myself does it matter that i don't have a strong sex drive and i'm not looking for someone to quote fulfill myself i'm a bit afraid to discuss this with my family as they would obviously then just force me to marry and have kids no you can't really 
enforce that. You're in, I mean, I know you're in Canada, but uh, everybody's so nice there. Come on. <laughs> no sex, no marriage. Only me and my career is that pathetic. Oh, that is the opposite of pathetic. Yeah, that's that was my my initial that's thing. So I'm like fucking badass. That's the least pathetic thing. And also, I get that I've ever heard. I get what you're saying about marriage. I, it, what is the point? I don't know. I really don't know. It's everyone else has done it and you've grown up seeing everybody else do it. Right. There's legal rights that you get. Uh, you pay a lot of money. I mean, and it, people stress out a lot for a wedding. It's a commitment and a gathering of all the people that you love, which I, I under, totally I get. understand that part. Cause when I had my fake wedding for myself, when I turned 25, <laughs> uh, I, Normal. I was very against, uh, getting married. And then I was up there and everyone was saying such nice things about me. And I was like, this feels really good. This Love feels me. really great. I mean, the key was that I wasn't marrying someone else. So it was all about me, not 50% That's about true. me. Well, no, I think most weddings, they're like, everyone's like, yeah. Like yeah, the, yeah, the eight, at cares. least 80% what, what's about the, the bride. Name? Kyle, Tim, I don't even know. Yeah, it could be anyone in that fucking penguin suit. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Exactly. But I, I get what you're saying about marriage. I feel similarly. Right. That being said, if, if saying sex isn't important to me right now in a relationship, totally cool. You're fucking 16. Yeah, because you like caboodles still. Like that's when you were. Caboodle? Yeah. We, what's ca- that? Uh, we have we're in a different age gap. Anyone who's in uh, their later, later 20s. Caboodles. Cab- I, I can't explain Kitten Caboodle? To no, no, a caboodle is like where you kept your, your makeup. Oh, that fucking case. It was two-toned. Yeah. Yeah, I totally know what you're saying. I mean, it was a great reference. Kind of ruined when we Sorry, I made you explain that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like those. I'm stupid. Those are the kind of things that you care about when you're 16. Like, yeah, I don't. I We are two of the most fucking-ness people. When I was 16, I was not concerned about fucking. I was concerned about boys, but I was not concerned about fucking. And I had had sex when I was 16, but that wasn't even, it was what it meant and not the actual sex. Like I wasn't horny for my boyfriend because I was so confused and terrified about sex that I did it. And I was like, I guess I did it. I guess I have to do it. But it didn't mean anything to me. It really didn't. Yeah. When I was 16, I just remember this. I was dating a guy named Alex and he lived uptown and and he was in this city. I lived in Jersey and he lived in a city and he was a year younger than me. And like the, the most things we would do is like one time, like stuck his finger inside me, but I wouldn't even call it fingering. It was no 16 year old boy knows what he, no. And then like one time, like I I put makeup on him and he licked my eyeball. Like that's what you're doing when you're 16. You're just trying shit. You just keep trying things and touching body parts to see if this feels good yeah you don't have like this great sexual urge i didn't even know like i masturbated but that was it yeah it's just not the same thing you're gonna develop so much and like listen maybe you will be someone who for your entire life sex is not important to you that is not weird but we're just saying like i know a lot of older people like yeah i'm gonna change when you're older but 16 is like super young and you are absolutely going to change otherwise you probably needs to see I some mean, kind of a doctor. really, you're fucking better off not giving a shit about sex right now because it's yeah. going to make your life more complicated. Yeah. It made my life more complicated. Just enjoy being 16. Yeah. And also, uh, I forget. I already lost it. And I read totally some books. It. You read a lot of books. Yeah. Experience life. You're so young and cute and adorable. And you're in Canada. Yeah. So. And you don't have cellulite. Take a lot of pictures of just your yeah. butt. And just really cherish but them. You can have underwear on, but just like the backs of your thighs, you're really going to want to remember and that the way they were. I will say, as I get older, like, oh God, I enjoy sex so much more the older I get. And yeah. I'm like kind of amped to be 40 and like know even more of what I'm doing and more of what I want. Yeah, and you more get better at it. it. You get a better sense of your body. Sex is so amazing when you're comfortable, mm-hmm. but when you're terrified, it's the fucking worst and also anyone who any man this is assuming you're straight any man who you would be having sex with when you are 16 
is not going to know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. And if he does, maybe the person you're having sex with is too old. <laughs> so you might want to think say, about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. None, none of those things. Um, so hopefully that helps, but you're not weird and anything you like or want, as long as you feel good, you fucking do it. Yeah. And following your career and your dreams is, is the most, the best noble, thing you can do for awesome, yourself. It's the, it's nicest gift you can give to yourself. As long as you're not just like being like, I just need to concentrate on my career. If you feel at a time that you are, want to be more open to a relationship, certainly don't like, keep that away from yourself but don't try to force yourself to feel things that you don't feel just because yeah. that's what society is telling be you be honest with yourself and yeah. really like honor what you want listen you know to your heart <laughs> listen to your heart right exactly <laughs> um i'm really excited for this episode mm-hmm. god damn now this the today's guest long one. is it's a long episode it's a it needs to be it's yeah it's something that we wanted to discuss for a long time um with a person who i think um is is perfect it, it, some of you guys have heard about her before and i really want to thank blair Saki for introducing me to this woman thanks blair she's a comedian um who just moved to new york from la and she's also a rape survivor mm-hmm. and molestation mm-hmm. in her childhood and so this is something we we i know a lot of listeners have wanted to talk about for a long time uh, so we're going to talk about it today please welcome wendy starling Um, I was telling you, you want to hear something really embarrassing? Yes. I'm just going to say it. Do it. To everybody. Do it. I was like, oh, Corinne, we should do that song. It's like, everyone knows it's Wendy, but it's windy. Correct. W I. (laughs) Wait, what is that? It's W E N D I. But you pronounce it the way that I pronounce it. I pronounce it windy. The I's at the end to me, the like Wendy feels, (sighs) sounds like there's an H. After the W? Oh, Wendy. Right. Oh, Wendy. Wendy. Like my Rihanna. Yeah. yeah. Like, exactly. It's very close to Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> and my family's very white trash, and so they just pronounce it the white trash way. They're like, Wendy. Wendy. Wait, are you <laughs> Jewish, though? I'm not. I look but Jewish. You, well, just not. you don't look Jewish. You just, the name Wendy. I've never met a gentile wendy really yeah well it's a very jewish name oh is, is it? it yeah i didn't yeah. know yeah well i mean i guess wendy williams isn't jewish yeah for sure <laughs> oh hi, girl you hi, shouldn't be spending that much hi how you doing how you doing how you doing how you doing that's a non god that woman is such a <laughs> shining star in our i universe. love wendy williams I mean, my, my mom got divorced and remarried and her husband my stepdad his last name is williams and they tried to get me when i was a kid this was before wendy williams they were like you want to change your last name to wendy will and i was like no no no. starling is my real last name that's a dope last name it is a really dope last name very good and now that wendy williams is famous i was like good decision starling way yeah. to think ahead yeah absolutely <laughs> well yeah, starling's wendy. more unique and also it has the word star in it so if you're trying to be famous or just in the entertainment business right hello like or an astrologer <laughs> or astronomer for that matter true, true. <laughs> that works both. it's always more impressive when someone has a last name 
that just they didn't pick that right. has to relate to their profession. Right. So that's really impressive. Oh, my name's Corinne Showbiz. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> like, what I'm going like if, by now. Like if, if Alicia Keys' last name really was Alicia Keys, I'd be like, dope as fuck, bitch. Yeah, but, but she picked not, it. Oh, I didn't even know that. Neither I did I. I was just like, oh, I, that just, that's right. Really I thought this whole time this that whole was her last time name. i thought that was a real last name i did too wasn't. that's like a nor- I, that's not. normal enough yeah are you taking a selfie of you recording the i am not taking a selfie <laughs> i might be texting someone i'm trying to fuck later oh <laughs> but i'm gonna shit. just say hey i'm this is a perfect podcast to do i'm that. typing it was great recording a podcast right talk yeah. to you later yeah so because you're yeah. professional keep, keep your dick keep your dick medium hard for a bitch I'm, that's how i yo tug on it medium light okay well <laughs> ah, ah. i was telling christina so much dick i was you you are the perfect person to have on the podcast because i feel like you would be someone who would listen or at least in your teen years would have listened oh yeah oh yeah to you're like our kind of chick aforementioned like. podcast yeah yes so <laughs> So we're very happy because normally people come on and then we're just like trying to dig in. We're like, no, no, tell us, tell us about this sex. Yeah. And they're like, well, um, well, he, he, uh-huh. oh, my like pussy, a Harajuku oh, girl. Yeah, exactly. I am constantly trying to get people to listen to my stories. But I went to an SM club two nights ago and I met some guy from it. And he's the one who was at New York Comedy Club who got kicked out of the first show Friday. Oh, that guy who was in a leather jacket, who was out of his head. I heard the story. I met him at an S&M club. I, I have to like write jokes about it that I'll take to Mike's in the next week because I haven't processed the whole situation fully. Why do you get why do you why do you leave the comedy? Why do you, he got kicked out? You he said? got kicked out because uh, I was real <laughs> drunk when I met him and he seemed like a very nice person. Some guy was being very aggressive. I had huge bruises like and me. bite marks on my neck. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram for all the updates <laughs> on the bodily harm. I incur just have trying to have a good time, guys. Uh, <laughs> but so he like pulled this guy off of me and I'm like, oh, this is very because there are rules in an S&M club. You can't just be aggressive. Right. You have to right. Be, Can I do this? I used to have a dad. Permission is. I had, used to you have paddles or I had I had a, a daddy, a BDSM, uh-huh. like a, a daddy that I would call daddy. He'd be like, do this, take a picture of this, do this now. And I would do it. I sent him videos of me peeing like I used to do all that. Uh-huh. And he sent me like hooked me up with strangers and I drove like 45 minutes in L.A. like traffic to go and like fuck somebody that I never met. It was wow. a stranger. Yeah. We had to videotape it and send it to this guy. <laughs> anyway, Whoa. just my self-esteem is through, <laughs> so I've done a lot of weird shit. But so this S&M thing, I met this guy. Mm-hmm. He seemed coherent. I was I had had about like eight vodkas, maybe roughly. Oh, God damn. But I'm an alcoholic, so that doesn't really I was like feeling great. <laughs> yeah. Like just one who just rolling with it. Yeah, I felt okay. good. I didn't black out at any point. I knew it was happening the whole time. Mm hmm. So he seemed cool. We traded phone numbers and then I was like, oh, I have a show. And he was like, great. I'm a musician. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I was like, where's he? He goes, I have a gig on Friday. And after uh, my gig, I'll come to your show. And I was like, where's your gig? And he was like, oh, in one of the subway stations. And I was like, oh, so Wait, like he's a, a subway. A subway. It's like saying I do comedy. Wow. I'm going to go to my mom's there house are, and tell right. her my funniest jokes. <laughs> actually like a waiting list to be a subway musician it's it's not as as crappy as we think it is yeah really but yeah he, it's hard to get that gig yeah but <laughs> not even sh- joking dude <laughs> you make a lot of money yeah i wanted we need to do we should be able to do stand-up in the subway i think that could i've be thought about that a lot I mean, you can just do it but I for like a, a two minute i feel like i would be like no one's listening to me uh, i just i'd get bummed out like yeah. no one's listening to me but this guy came to the show went to the show before the nacho bitches before your show. Right. And went and was like, 
so drunk and so high on pills that he was like talking during the show. So they kicked him out. So for our show, he was like, I just want to watch a show. And I didn't know him and the door guy. I was like, I'm sorry, I can't let you in because you were heckling. And he's like, can I just watch my friend? And he was like, yeah, when when Wendy goes on, you can go in and watch. And he was like, "Okay, cool. And as we're walking into the showroom, he was like, hey, I'm so super sorry that like I can't let your friend. And I go, dude, I met that guy at some weird S&M club. I don't even know him. Leave him in there. I don't want him to come in during my set. But we're friends, Wendy. Yeah. And Tim Dillon was right there. And he's cracking up. He's he's like, you met him where I was like, dude, I don't even want to talk about it. I drink too much. And he's like, was just laughing. And so we're like, yeah, just leave him out there. Wow. But so that God, I wish I was there for that. Yeah. But I want to know what he looks like. He what gave he me like, like two Xanax. I don't know. I have pictures on my phone. I have a couple Xanax <laughs> in my jacket pocket upstairs in uh-huh. my backpack. Okay. Nice. You guys want to make raging on Xannies? Yeah. I don't. Uh, that's a, is that an anti-anxiety? Like Ativan? Yeah, it's pretty whatever. It's like ugh, boring. I took, I took Ativan a little because I have like, I had really bad anxiety, but yeah. that just made me like tired. I'm like, well, this isn't fun. I'd rather be anxious. Yeah, it's more when you're anxious. It's like. I feel alive. I know. I'm and it like, wasn't enough to like true. debilitate my like getting up in the morning or anything like that because my mom right. had anxiety that bad. So she needed it. But it was like, oh, I just want to go to bed. Yeah. Like it didn't make me feel that great. When we're done recording about all the dudes we're fucking, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to talk to you about something called holy basil. What's it's that? a great natural thing, anti-anxiety and lemon balm. I take it. You feel very blissed out. Oh, we'll talk about it afterwards. Rad, I don't want to get into all right. homeopathic <laughs> natural I'm remedies. Big, we'll report back on that. So Let's talk um, about yes, sex. Fucking. Yes. Oh my god, I want. So I want to start from the beginning. Okay, from the very beginning. The begin. What is your fir- like? So what's your first sexual memory? Um, my first sexual memory, like by myself or with somebody else? Just anything sexual, not necessarily intercourse. Okay, my first sexual memory is I was five or six years old before my parents were divorced. I was at my great grandmother's house, my grandma Mimer, who was like this crazy old German lady who just had dementia. Like she had giant samurai swords all over her trailer. She lived in Oregon and she was in like a trailer. And I remember we would be like, where'd you get these swords? And she's like, I lived in Japan with the samurais. And we're like, that's fucking dope. And then like, when I was t- in my 20s, I'm like, well, didn't Grandma Mimer like live in Japan? And they were like, no, she ha- was insane. She bought those at yard sales. You guys are dumb that you believed her. And I was told to my mom, I'm like, okay, you left us alone with a crazy person yeah. with swords for like weeks at a time during the summer. Anyway. <laughs> so I was call mom and yeah. dad. So I was at my grandma Mimer's house and um, we were, she would leave like lifetime TV on. Mm-hmm. And I was five or six years old. And there was some scene going on where it was like simulated, um, like rape, like this man in this, uh, it was like a cabin and he was in a flannel shirt and he had this blonde woman, I mean, typical, you know, like a nice, nice erotic Tuesday afternoon. Steve, what are you doing? Stop it. (laughs) Oh, I've got some wood you can chop. So (laughs) he... But I, he's like, has this woman over a table and he's like holding her down by her wrist, this blonde woman, I remember. And as a kid, I can remember remember being what I now know as aroused. I was sitting on my heel, grinding my heel into my clitoris. Mm-hmm. That's a great Dip position. In there, right? done that. Yeah. As a little kid. Yeah. Such a five-year-old kid move. Such, like, it's, it's like, like you don't know. Yeah. Listen, we either got, I got Play-Doh. You don't like Play-Doh? <laughs> Grind your heel into your clit. Yeah. Huh? I, we, it's it Oregon. So, it's perfect. It's, it's such a good fit. Right. Mm-hmm. I know it's Oregon. Somehow, your grandmother's tux. <laughs> 
<laughs> like a 37 year old uh, Italian guy from New York. <laughs> but listen, it happens. These are your choices. That's the only voice I do, by the way. I do like that really? one. Accent. I like that one. Thank you. I do it for my mother. I do it for everybody. <laughs> um, but I, I, was, I remember grinding my heel into my clit and bite. I was so aroused. I bit, I was chewing on my lips so hard that I drew blood. Oh my God. And that's when I realized I was so entranced watching this crazy, like aggressive simulated rape scene that I was chewing my lips. And then I tasted blood and my whole lips were bloody for like the next oh, three days. God. We had to put ointment on them. So that was the first time I remember feeling aroused. Did you have an orgasm? No. Okay. Cause the first couple times you're like, I guess I don't know. This no. is weird. I'm going to investigate. But the then you fir- don't really. No. The first time well, I had an orgasm. You're too young, I think. I mean, when's, to, what's what's right. like the youngest reported orgasm? Like, I don't know. It depends, I think, on if and when you were sexually abused and if and when you remember it. Huh. Okay. Kind oh. of thing, right? I guess. Um, but the first time I had an orgasm, it was my parents were divorced. So I was nine or 10 years old. And um, we had. In, I grew up in Orange County, California, like mm-hmm. L.A., Orange County. So in Orange County, my part of like the reward, because my mom left us and I love my mom now and we're really close, but she just fucking cheated bailed. on my dad and bailed on us and just like disappeared for almost a year. Wow. When I was eight years old. And then she came back and she was like, I remember this guy that we used to hang out with who has the beach house. Well, I'm married to this guy. And we're like, I guess that's cool. So oh, God in damn. order to like make up for like, we know you don't have a family, but you get your own TV in your own room. And I was like, it's pretty dope. Cause like we were poor before. Kids are very forgiving sometimes. Right. I was like, can I have a TV with cable? And so channel 39 was spice channel, which is scrambled porn. Oh, yeah. So I would watch the scrambled porn and I can remember the first time I masturbated, I think it was maybe like nine or 10 and I didn't put my hand inside my underwear I just rubbed my full hand on top of my underwear. Like I just rubbed it like I was trying to start a fire. That mm-hmm. feels good sometimes too. That feels great. I and, still do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a nice, it's like dry humping yourself. Yeah. And like. Bring it, bring it back to old times. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. uh, let's old school. Let's junior high this with ourselves. What a channel 10 year old. Bring name. it back to the basics. I, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep my jeans on when I jerk off. Like, oh, God damn it. I'm going to get off by the zipper. <laughs> These pants are great, but they're like, if I wear pants that are too tight, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to come. Like, yeah. I just can't oh, take yes. it. Oh, yes. Dude, I, I just had to take shorts off for that reason. Oh my God. I have these shirts from Urban Outfitters and I'm like, every time I wear them, it I'm aroused and I don't like it. Yeah. And then I wore them and I was like, yeah, I'm aroused and I don't like it. God damn it. I guess I got a deal because they're really fucking cute shorts. Well, that's why I don't shave at all. Uh-huh. Like I, I will sometimes trim my body hair. Well, you saw my armpits are like super. Yeah. I, it's weird. Cause like, but I, so that, but that's not that hairy pretty short. Yeah. But that's how long hair I pair. Yeah. I'm not grow? super hairy. Like I've got kind of blondish oh, hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even my pubes are like a golden blonde. And I'm saying it looks sell like, it, it's, sell like it. it's like a field of barley. <laughs> it is. Yeah. That's actually the song sting wrote that song. That a field song. of, a field of gold. <laughs> oh yeah. My crotch. <laughs> As he wandered through ah. fields of goals from the top of my lower stomach, all the way to my taint. There's fields oh of gold God. under your arms. There's field of gold in your pussy it's everywhere. everywhere. It's just a light gold. But when I, sh- because I, I like to keep, um, I guess, can I say pussy on this show? Can you? It's um, called you guys we fuck. So yes. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so with pussy hair, I like to keep it long. I just always have just because I I feel better with body hair. It's the strangest thing. Leg hair. I just feel I don't more think comfortable. It's yeah, I just like it. It's comforting. Mm-hmm. When I completely shave and get rid of all my hair, because then your clit 
is like, like is more exposed. Uh-huh. So like shit can like rub up against it more easily. When mm. I shave, I can't wear it then I'm just constantly horny because shit's rubbing up against ah. my clip the whole time. Well, that's why we have hair. People are like, why, hair is protection, like in your nose, all around it. Yes. That's why eyes, hair eyebrows. Is there. Yeah, why is the hair, where's their armpit hair though? That's the one I never got. Because your armpit glands? Your, yep, sense? exactly. Oh. Huge glands. Um, your lymphatic system, I was a trainer for a long time. Your lymphatic system is your body's drainage system for toxins. That runs throughout your body right next to your veins or your vascular system Two, like the biggest areas where you've got lymph nodes mm-hmm. or like the kind of the the garbage cans of your lymphatic system, I guess, to put it simply, our armpits are the number one. Oh, that's, that's why, why you sweat out of there because mm-hmm. when you're sweating you're purging toxins out of your lymphatic system and so you have hair there to protect so that toxins don't come in because if toxins go in there that can be very dangerous because it's the it'll block the exit way of your lymphatic system so essentially deodorant is not something we should be doing that's why i put that weird shit on before i came in here dude yeah no there's a lot of that's why Tom's i've read a lot of invented yeah. and yeah. there's like Links to I'm telling you Alzheimer's, right? If you yes, if you put Mm -hmm. essential oil on hydrogen peroxide, it's very simple. I do like a real funny joke about it, but it's also like an actual (laughs) recipe for fucking deodorant. And if you drink enough water and clean your body out enough, then you don't really need and you go for a jog for 20 minutes a day and just sweat it out. Yeah. It doesn't smell and it's fine. Like Mm. I put the first thing I put in my armpit today was that weird mango butter with sandalwood and rose essential oil. In your apartment about oh. 20 minutes ago. Yeah, she was just like, eh, sorry, don't mind me. I'm like, I don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, I think they thought I was putting can lotion on. I'm like, sorry, this is real hippie. And they looked like can <laughs> lotion. It's not hippie, it's and lotion. And I rubbed oh. it in my hairy armpits. And then they were like, oh, you know what? We just canceled our podcast. That's so weird. They would- <laughs> Good for you. To each his own. Oh so God. you're early. So when did you start having sex? I didn't have sex until I was almost 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Was it ever explained to you in like a helpful yes. way? Oh, mm-hmm. that's nice. Yeah. Not a lot of people get that. Because your parent, your parents were pretty young. I, I heard on another podcast. Yeah. My parents mm-hmm. are very young. My mom was 20 when she had me mm-hmm. and my dad was 23 at the time. So my parents are very open about sex. I was going to say, I, I was like, I feel like that would make it easier to talk about yeah. sex. Okay. My mom and I like, um, and I noticed with friends, um, my roommate who I love and her daughter is staying with us. It's interesting because her daughter was, her daughter's 12 and she was in the shower today and like the shower rod broke and her mom was like, Oh, put on a towel and I'll come in there. Uh huh. And that to me was just like, so strange. My mom, and this is like a, a, like a real story. It's not even a joke that I do when I was 16. I didn't start my period till I was almost 15. I'm a very late bloomer, which is why I still don't have like real big tits. I just never, I just got tall. And then like, I'm a, I'm not over, I don't have a lot of estrogen. So I started my period super late, but I got really tall and my mom is very tall and she put my first tampon in for me when I was 16 years old. That's how close we are. My mom walks around naked. So I've seen my mom naked and the whole, my mom always, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. like she never really shaved, always was like hairy and just kind of whatever. So our family's very open with our bodies. That's gotta be really nice. And my mom, it it is nice. My mom, we weren't on vacation in Las Vegas. She put my first tampon in for me. Cause I, I was 16 and I started my period. I was like, well, I can't go to the pool. I'm ruining family vacation. And she just, took a tampon and like gave it to me and I hadn't had sex and I kissed one boy when I was 16. <laughs> and so Poor. 
I know. Okay. I got real slutty. I made up for it in my adulthood. <laughs> in high school, I was like, I need to study and go to school because boys are dumb. Plus, boys didn't like me because other girls developed and got really big boobs. And then I just got taller. And, uh, <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah. No, I swam and played water polo. So I just got taller. And then I also when girls would be like, we're giving blowjobs behind the thing. I was like, that's gross. I'm going to do that when I'm an adult right now. I'm going to learn. Like Aww. I took AP classes <laughs> and was always a weirdo. So I didn't really hook up with dudes in high school at all. But no, our family, so, we're very so much easier that way. Oh my God. It's if you don't easier. have the interest. Your no. life is way oh, easier. All I did was just like be weird. Yeah. And I loved it. I was just like a big weirdo. But yeah, my mom put my first tampon in. She just like spit on it and shoved it. Spit on my it? Cunt. Oh yeah. Cause you have is to that- lube it up. Oh, but it, aren't your vagina already lube because the blood? Kind of, but it well, was sometimes like, I put it was in the a... it was the beginning part when it was like kind of brownish. And that was the first time and anything's been up your vagina. Was yeah. that before they had applicators? Yeah, or... it was like the cardboard. cardboard oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I remember I my those. mom like yeah. spit. She came in the oh. bathroom because she was like, "We have to go to the pool and get good chairs." Yeah, and before like it's it goes, going in. <laughs> like, hey. The, all the good chairs are going to be gone by 10 a.m. And so she walked right, in bitch, the bathroom. I'm going to need you to woman up real quick. Open up your yeah. pussy. And we were both like, I was like as tall as I am now almost. And she just like spit on this tampon and shoved it inside of me and was like, let's go to the pool. Family vacation. I'm so glad you didn't do that to me, Christina. Oh, I, I'm glad I didn't either. My brother's girlfriend almost put my first tampon in because I was really? screaming. How I old were you? I couldn't do it. Uh, 12. Oh, see, and that's so she sad. Was, You're so young. She was older and she was like, do you need help? And I was like, what? No, I was so scared. I yeah. was so scared. That I- well, it's so scary to cram something inside your body. And yeah. I'd been masturbating for a long time. Yeah. And I remember in sex ed in, this was in fifth grade. So in fifth grade, I'd already been masturbating. I, I figured out instead of rubbing on top of my pants, if you just put, I was like, what happens if I put my hand inside and I found my clit and I was like, oh, fucking. Oh. So I used to do it nonstop all the time. That's so crazy. Oh wow. my God. It's mm-hmm. the best feeling. Yeah. And then I went to private school for three years. And when I was in private school, I remember feeling like, cause they talked about how like anything pleasurable is evil. And I remember mm-hmm. in going to private school thinking I'm the only person who masturbates and like, I'm probably going to hell, but like kind of, I don't care because it feels so good. And like, how right. else do you take a nap? Like even now <laughs> I don't understand. Oh. Coming and sleeping is oh my god a great combination if, in that order. I, if I just like feel gross and I don't, it's like I I have to jerk off before I take a nap because it's like I how I don't know how to sleep. I don't understand. <laughs> you can also how, eat a big piece of cake, which I have done. <laughs> That'll do it. I'll do both. I'll do the combo pack. Com- common Come cake, cake sleep. sleep. Come oh, cake yeah. sleep. Yeah. That's Happy good. birthday to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. But the first time I had sex was, I was almost 19. It was the third guy I ever kissed. We, I went on vacation with my family to Maui when I was um, 18. It was like spring break before I graduated. And this guy was our waiter on this like dinner cruise. And um, he was super hot. And uh, I like asked him out. I've always been kind of a weirdo. My parents know I'm weird. And we were. I don't think it's weird for girls to ask guys out at all. It's just balls. But I was on family vacation. I'm 18 years old. This guy was like almost 24. And I was with my parents. So it's not like I was like on like a girl's weekend. I was with my parents and my younger brother. And this guy was really cute. And I was like, do you have a girlfriend? And he said, no. And I'm like, cool. What are you doing uh, in like an hour? And he was like, nothing. He was so weirded out. We were together for like two and a half years. Oh, shit. That's so cute. Yeah, yeah. That's the, um, I think, like when I look back at my life, I go like, I've been in love. I can check that off the list. This was this with this guy. His name was Alex. 
So when I've dated people since and it doesn't really work out and I go like, well, but I've had been in love and it was like real love. Like he and I can't even talk to each other because he's since been married and had a kid before he got married. This was year we didn't see each other for like three years before he got married. We emailed each other and then we talked on the phone and he said, do you want to move back to Maui and marry me? And I said, no, I, I don't know why, but I have to, this is before I started doing stand up. I said, no, I I don't know what I'm going to do, but I, I can't go back. To I know Maui. I got shit to do. I just don't know what it is yet. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what it is. Right. And he said, well, I've got this girl that I've been dating for a year and a half and she's great. He's like, and I do love her and she wants to get married. And he goes, and every time she says, marry me, I'm like, oh God, I hope Wendy comes back here. And I said, I'm Aww. not going to. And so oh, we both, I hope she doesn't hear you. this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so we both cried on the phone oh my God. for a while. And then I said, okay, well we can never talk again because we both, and I'm right. like, well, I'll see you yeah. in the next life. I guess. What can you do? Cause, cause yeah. then he's, he's making the choice to be with that other woman. So you don't want to. Uh, right. So I'm not trying to fuck with anybody's shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, and he, he needs to, to put focus it, to put it delicately. Right. Right. But so we made out and I think he thought he was just going to bang some 18 year old chick. Right. And we're making out. And, uh, and I told him, I said, hey, I'm a virgin, but I'll have sex with you if you want. And he lost his mind. And he goes, no, 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 I can't do that. I've never met a virgin. He's He grew oh. up in New Jersey. <laughs> I never met a virgin. I'm I never met Jersey. a virgin. I'm We're very Jersey. rare there. <laughs> yeah, never met a virgin. So I went home, graduated high school and flew back to Maui. And I stayed there for a couple of weeks. And I we all knew I was going to have sex. And my mom yeah. was like, well, you're going to have sex. So get on birth control and get your act together. So responsible. And he got all kinds of blood work done. So he was like, here's all my blood work. All kinds of blood so, so we got tested. That's so fucking he got responsible. Tested, and I was like, I'm on birth control. So the first time I had sex, it was like a very pure, sweet, loving thing. <sighs> it was actually really nice. And it was. Was the sex good? It was phenomenal. I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, wow. Very much. Good. I'm a vaginal um, orgasmer. This is oh, a very rare wow. thing. I What's as a chick, like? I get off like almost exclusively through penetration, and I can and I'm not exaggerating at all. Um, and because I'm talking to you, I'm not like this is not to some dude where I'm trying to like impress him. Like, right. hey, you want to buy me another beer? I can uh, I can come, I can come for an pussy, hour and yeah. a half. <laughs> I exclusively come during intercourse. If someone goes down on me, I'm like, that's nice. I get that's like a very friendly thing to do. Like, hi, how are you? Welcome to the neighborhood. So it's good. I'm Wendy. It's a good like host. It's like a great right. MC. But I'm like, get to the fucking. <laughs> With fucking, I like to fuck and minimum, my minimum time for me being satisfied of actual intercourse is 45 minutes. Whoa. Minimum. I, I've had boyfriends where we've gone for like three to four hours. Wow. I come, and you come multiple times? Like God. many, like tens. How do I do that? Like up Man. to like 60, 70 times. And I just keep coming. Do you squirt? Sometimes. Yeah. Depends. Wow. I just stay really lubed up. I just like fucking that much. That's I mean, great. That's a, that was a beautiful I story. Like, I like fucking too. I wish I could. How'd you figure that out? The first time you had sex? Because when you were masturbating, did you stick anything up your, Never. your vagina? Even now I don't. Even now I don't. I save that for when I'm fucking somebody because I feel like that's a different special. experience. Yeah, 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 it makes it special for the guy that I meet at a bar at 4 a.m. <laughs> I wanted to. Be- <laughs> well, you know what's interesting? I have I friends. to mean something. <laughs> I have friends. This is this is a, an interesting question. So I didn't know that. I didn't know that about you until right now. I have a friend. How, who, how would you? <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> I have a friend who comes vaginally yeah. and she comes, 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 comes. Yeah. And she just, she's she coming all day, coming all night. <laughs> she fucks a lot of people. Yeah. I'm like, if I fucking came that quick in my vagina, I'd fuck everybody. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's difficult because to not fuck a lot of people. I, 
because every time you see a guy, his dick represents you coming. Right. To most chicks, that's not how it yeah. goes. Right. That, that's just someone that's annoying just like, who well, you maybe, next to. Maybe we can try for an hour and I'll pretend I like <laughs> yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times. Right. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, and that's the. I'm very jealous right oh, now. I'm so I, jealous. It's not a feeling I feel often, but yeah. seething. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When I talk my to my friends, like I love. I love fucking and I can come of like horse and all God. different. So I like to do about 20 minutes in like three to four different positions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah walk us through. <laughs> and then I just need like a, I need a water break in between. <laughs> Shut up. Really? Swear to God. I just keep water by the bed and I will tell guys, <laughs> I, t- I, I will tell guys cause the older I get, the more I realize when, if I'm not like with a guy, if, if you're just hooking up or something like that, I try to be, Honest with it, sounding like I'm trying to showboat my pussy, right? But, uh, but I'm like, uh, I come a lot, so get ready, like because I think <laughs> oh, a guy awesome. thinks when I come, I've because bef- I had like a boyfriend, my first boyfriend, so he we kind of figured it out together, and he was like, this is amazing, I've never yeah. done it. And he's I, probably like, my dick is the shit, right? And he'd had he was 24, so he'd had girlfriends before, and. When I start, when I was like, oh my God, I can come for hours. He, and I was like, this is great. And he was, he told me, he said, this is really rare. Yeah. Most chicks don't come vaginally for like, especially for that long, for hours, over and over for hours at a time. Oh my God. And the more I come, the hornier I am. Like I've had experiences Jesus. where I'm getting fucked for like up to two hours and I get done and the guy comes and my pussy's dry and I'm still so horny that I'm like, I got to jerk off. I need you to put something in my face somewhere like i have to keep masturbating yeah. like, because i'm just so horny wow this is like ripley's believe it or not i know yeah. wow just why i have to shave my head because i have to like keep it kind of chill see now i know i i was listening to uh the terrified podcast just we just we did our we did our homework basically i don't want to repeat that but yeah uh, you were talking about how you shaved your head to kind of detract get, yeah get rid of your sexuality a little bit right which is before i even listened to that i kind of when you walked into new york comedy club i was kind of like that's something i thought in my head but yeah. i feel like you just look prettier yeah <laughs> you know what you remind me of really fucking o'connor fucking tank girl yeah, but baddest bitch in all the land. Because well, the thing is, to 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 not look abysmal with short hair, you have to have like the most gorgeous face, and then you do, and then it just showcases yeah. it. Yeah. So I was like, mm, you, you did a bad job at looking worse because I think you probably <laughs> you just look, look like amazing. <laughs> I was like, you're very, like strikingly attractive because it was confusing to me to like, talk about like you didn't feel like sexy. I was like, you're like super attractive, and I'm really mean about stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> and, like, so I was I was like kind of confused you yeah but well I just as a woman because I don't have uh giant tits and so as right. a woman I go like what's feminine so m- more like my hair stereotypically fe- okay so oh, like, yeah. I'm gonna get rid of it's my hair sim- it symbolizes it's symbolic that but in the same way right. that like a Hasidic woman would shave shaves her hair and then mm-hmm. wears a wig it's the same kind of thing right. it's just like this and is I something ha- you can lust after yeah. right so I want to talk about that uh that evening uh, that let's do you it. were raped. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, I love how pumped you are. I, I just, well, well <laughs> at this point, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I know. Two different... You've been sitting on it for a while before you started talking yeah, about gee, it. Yeah, a long time. 
six, yeah, yeah, six like, years. Yeah, like six, six years. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what happened that night? So that night I was at my friend's wedding, one mm-hmm. of my very best friends. It was her wedding. And I had broken up with a boyfriend that I've been with for like two years. And I haven't talked to him on the phone. He's been calling me. He's got a girlfriend that he lives with now. But I think he heard the podcast. Mm. And that was right after he and I broke up. So, so I think he like feels very team. like I he wants to murder everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So he and I broke up and um, I was, you know, and you're like, I'm single. I'm like, I'm going to my friend's wedding and it's open bar. I'm going to look hot as fuck. I'm going to. Well, I was medium hot as fuck. I was wearing a sari. Like I was wearing a traditional <laughs> oh. Indian sari. I was not in like a slutty. Because right? she was Indian or because you just like to no, be her, cool. Her husband's Indian and she's okay. Sri Lankan. So it was like a Buddhist oh, Hindu wedding. Oh, cool. Okay. It was like a long fucking. So those are beautiful. It was like a monsoon wedding. Three hour ceremony. Gotcha. Her husband <laughs> came in on an elephant. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God. It's amazing. No. Yeah. I knew you were serious. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Her husband came in on an elephant. My best, one of my best friends in college was in monsoon wedding, and I was like, "No, this is this." Yeah, <laughs> the husband fuck? came in, so he came in on an elephant, and <laughs> I wore. I was not a bridesmaid because here's the thing. So a lot of chicks are like very into like weddings, and my friend Apparently. Charmy, who I love very much, um, it was her wedding, and we've been friends since we were little kids. So she was getting she was getting married, and. All these girls that she'd met in college, it was very important to them that they all be in her wedding party. Mm. And I remember she said to me, because it was like the three of us growing up that were really close. It was Charmy, Brittany, and then me. And Charmy said to me, she goes, look, I have all these friends that I've just made in college, and it's really important to them that they're in my wedding party. Do you care? And I said, you know, I don't believe in marriage as an institution because I watched my mom completely desecrate that. So to me, that's not important because like, you can make a promise and you can sign all the paperwork. But like, well, if you're going to be an asshole, you're going to be an asshole. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so the marriage to me doesn't really mean anything. And just is uh, and I, it's more of like documentation as far as like sharing property and like, can I visit you when you're dying in the hospital? So right. does, but it, to <clears throat> me, that doesn't uh, represent love, love. Yeah. or anything. <clears throat> So I said marriage and I told her, I said, I marriage to me is like, no, it means nothing. So I don't care if I'm in your wedding party, you don't include me. So she had like, like just, I mean like 13 bridesmaids or something. Oh, Cause so many chicks are like, put me in your fucking bridal party. Make me a bridesmaid. And I'm like, look, I got shit to do. I don't have time to plan. Like how yeah. many penis popsicles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's expensive. It takes it's, up. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. So she, went to um india and bought me this beautiful sari which i still have it's this gorgeous like canary yellow sari mm-hmm. and at the time my hair was long and i dyed it like this like reddish brown mm-hmm. so it like went great with my skin tone. i was gonna say your green eyes probably pop i look real good in yellow yellow's a power color real good so <laughs> i was in a sari and it took like three aunties to put my clothes on me so it's not actually like a slutty outfit you're no in, like, you're fully covered you're too. in layers and layers of clothes you're very covered and up most pants, like, ethnic garb is usually not yeah. slutty <laughs> you're wearing pants yeah and, and then, a dress like, a dress yeah. Oh, over God. the top and like I said I don't if I had like giant tits that were like bubbling around in this sorry but like I don't so I'm yeah. like what well, I don't what do you I don't understand what you're looking at like I have a big <laughs> ass but I don't have like you know what I'm saying like right. your I beautiful mean, face Wendy I got, your I face have, is really pretty have, though what are you gonna like, fuck guys my, like are you gonna fuck my cheekbones you know what I'm saying like I don't understand so they, um, they would I mean I, a guy would girl I'll, I'm a, I feel like a guy would be like I'll fuck your cheekbones girl. I'm gonna fuck your <laughs> 
they're very high yeah <laughs> i went to i went to a wedding uh that the bride was indian and they all the bridesmaids wore saris but yeah. none of the bridesmaids were indian and they like the moment the ceremony ended they like drew, they got changed into like these like slutty hot black dresses they're like i gotta get out of that fucking sorry oh man i dance in that sorry all would night love a sari. i love a sorry is like my ideal outfit oh my it, god like, covers everything and it's the, comfortable i still have my yellow sorry from that wedding you both of you would look great it's a beautiful yellow like it's it's such a it's gorgeous beautiful. garment and yeah. it's like handmade and it's like from India. It's a beautiful garment. But so I was wearing that, not some like slutty, like, <laughs> can you see my butt cheek, my under cheek? So I was in like, it's very difficult to get on and off. Um, But we were and it's open bar and we're all drinking and like taking pictures in this photo booth and it's a great night. And so you think like you're at your friend's wedding with a lot of friends. You're feeling good. The vibe. I feel good. I'm just newly single. You know what? Let's drink. Let's hang out. There was this dude who was really hot. This like hot Indian guy who is, um, and, uh, and so like I thought he was super hot. And so then we all got on buses from the ceremony, went back to the four seasons in Malibu. Mm hmm. So they have these huge buses. So as they're taking us back on the buses, I started to black out. And like, and people, I had a couple chicks who were just like, do you think somebody like drugged your, like roofied your drinks? Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, uh, yeah, maybe somebody put a roofie in one of my 14 tequilas. Like right. I was probably just drunk. Like, but, right. But, but being drunk doesn't mean it's okay to like, uh, rape somebody, rape somebody. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. If a guy who's drunk <laughs> on the street, it's not like, oh, he's drunk. I can probably like shove this beer bottle in his asshole. Mm-hmm. Right. You couldn't do that to a dude, which by the way, I read some article this happened in the UK in Cambridge. Some guy got raped by two dudes and it's like this huge court case. And those guys are going to jail for 12 years. And oh, I lovely. saw that today and I'm like, Oh, that'd be nice if that happened for fucking chicks. Yeah. And I need to like, I mean the whole thing. So I'm like mm-hmm. trying, I was like doing research on like rape laws in those areas. And mm-hmm. the two, the rapists are Libyan nationals. Anyway, they were, so don't even fucking, I mean, a dude gets raped in the park and it's news and they didn't use the word allegedly. They use the word le- allegedly like half of the time Ooh, in this yeah. article. They were like, cause she men, might be lying. These men raped cause a dude got raped. And so he was like, I got raped. And they were like, this man says his rapist it didn't say alleged rapist. They're like, right, well, of course, cause a man would never lie about something He's like got that. balls. So he's uh, right. right all the he's time. He's made enough to admit he got raped. Come on. So. But like, God, uh, it was chick, like so gay. Yeah. Right. So gay. But a chick walking around with a vagina. It's like she's asking to get raped. So I don't even fucking. But anyway, so uh, but I we we're everyone. Everybody was drunk. So we get on a yeah, bus. because It was a fucking wedding. It was a wedding. Yes. And so we go back to the hotel and I can remember on the bus ride, this guy, Nick, whose last name I'm not going to say, but his name is Nick. I deleted him from my Facebook and he recently followed me on Instagram. And I'm like, OK, is whatever. Guy, one of the guys. Around? One of the guys. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. So we're on the bus. He's very attractive. He's an actor and he's like massaging my back. And I remember my friend Trevor. I could. I remember seeing my friend Trevor on the bus and he was like, are you OK? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And this guy was this guy. Nick was giving me a back and he was super hot. Like mm-hmm. if honestly, if I would have just hooked up with Nick. I would have been like happy as a clown. Yeah. Good for me. Right. Right. Cause he's really handsome. Mm-hmm. The problem was that at some point I woke up in a hotel room and Nick was laying next to me and some other dude was on top of me and I started screaming, no, 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 stop it. Stop it. And this guy on top of me was like, fuck you. You're drunk. And this guy he Nick, said, fuck you. You're drunk. Fuck you. You're drunk. And Nick was like petting my hair 
And uh, and he was like, relax, it's okay, it's okay, relax, relax, go back to sleep. Relax. Well, wait, is he there does? a penis in you? There was a penis in you? Yeah, yeah, no, he's being fucked. Relax, go back to well, sleep. Right. That, fuck you, you're drunk. That, right. the, the problem, the, there are multiple problems. The mm, biggest problem right. is go back to sleep. Even if you were having consensual sex, who the fuck wants to have wants to have sex with someone who's, who's sleeping? Sex right. is for being awake. And having a great time. Yeah, relax, go back to sleep. Oh, yeah, boy. yeah. So the last, so w- w- the the last memory you had before you woke up then is being on the bus, getting. I remember being on the bus, and then, and then I can remember being in like one of the hotel rooms with a bunch of people uh-huh. and my friends, and um, we're hanging out, and they were like playing games or doing something, and then Nick was like, "Go, oh, we're gonna go back to let's go," and I was like, "Cool, let's go." Like I would have one hundred percent just had sex with Nick and been happy. Yeah, and I have no shame in that. I love. Yeah, like, I, 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 I make total I, sense. I He's hot this he was a hot guy and it was like let's do it um you but, had an attraction to each other right yeah it's like he saw i don't have and that's the thing you're talking about like anti-slut shaming i love having sex i love fucking yeah um you know and so and and there's a weird thing when chicks talk about like oh i like to fuck and this and that there's a weird thing where it's like oh you're trying to be cool like one of the boys yeah and you're really emotionally sad afterwards i will get if there's a dude that i like that i fuck and I emotionally like him and I don't hear from him. Then I get bummed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also have just fucked guys to fuck them. Yeah. And then I'm like, please. And then they call me and I'm just like, oh, God, I have to avoid them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like I am too. Mm-hmm. Right. It, so it's like when you just enjoy, like women are allowed to just enjoy, enjoy sex a, a man's company to fuck the right. shit out just of just to get fucked. And like, yeah. let's be done. Right. right. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, so it wasn't Nick. It was this other guy. Um, so Nick wasn't, Nick was petting you. Nick and was this other guy was inside and This you. other guy was on top of me and this, uh, and, but he was part of the situation. Be- right. Because he's like, because I mean, it's he like, yeah. fucking told are you to you, go back to fucking are you sleep. Fuck yeah. Yeah, exactly. Are you for real? Right. And then, um, and also the, I could do without the petting. Right. The oh. petting of the it's hair. Very, it's what did very you think when you demeaning and childlike? I remember freak. I just remember just freaking out because I was like, oh my God. And I was so drunk and I just couldn't, I remember trying to move my arms and mm-hmm. I was like, feel like in a dream where you're trying to run and you can't. Yeah. And I remember trying to push this guy off me and, uh, and he like slapped my arms back. He's like, fuck you. You're drunk. And Nick was like, relax, <sighs> relax. And then I just like blacked back out. I was drunk as fuck. Yeah. Well, cause Christina, so spotty. have you black? Cause I, I black out all the time. Time and it's scary as fuck. Do you yeah. have you blacked out? Um, there was one night that I I remember the next day. Melissa was like, "You said this and this," right. and, I, and it wasn't anything mean, but I was like, "I don't fucking remember that." But I, my stomach's so sensitive, I don't get to the point of blacking yeah. out because I I vomit everything up because my stomach hurts. Because yeah. you're describing what's like there's two types black of black. Out. There's two types of blackouts. The one where you black out from this time to this time all, but your yours is like a patchy blackout that you're right. describing because you don't usually. So you come in and you come out of it. It's kind of like if someone kept pulling up a shade and pulling it down you just see this and then you close absolutely see this, yep. then, that was the kind yeah, of black yeah. the one time i had a black just because patchy. it's patchy i just want to yeah. express that because it's it's very hard and very scary to explain a blackout to someone who's never had it and once we talk about this a lot because i uh drink a lot ah uh, and <laughs> high five you we just high five guys <laughs> me too uh, but oh, 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. that was perfect that, that was, was so perfect funny. i plan that shit um, but yeah, and so it was a great sound drop here for the sound guys. <laughs> and once you start black, and, and once you once you are someone who blacks out at a certain point, you will always black out. Okay, so right, it's not like you're you don't necessarily have to be going fucking crazy, right? Okay, so and so that was the first time. And then I woke up again partway through, and it was the same. This guy, this other guy, where he was on top of me, and Nick was not next to me anymore. But it was like 
uh, there was somebody was fucking me and somebody else had their hand inside of my body. And so it was like, and I remember so just fucking you in the ass. Yeah. But like you with his hand. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. With I was going to say a dick in the ass. Oh God. No. And I just woke up and I, the only thing I can remember is like yelling, please stop. And trying to, with my hands, like pushing and down or motioning to push people off of my fucking holes in the lower half of my body. Yeah. Right. My, the holes on the lower east side. And, you know what uh, I'm <laughs> and, and then being, it was, it, and it's just the same thing. It's like, fuck you, you're drunk. Fuck oh you, my you're drunk. God. And, holy fuck. And this is where, and here's the thing, and this is when I I do the joke about like getting raped, which is obviously hilarious source material. But when I talk about it on stage, and and other and chicks have like I mean messaged me, and they'll they'll they've listened to it, or they've seen seen it in a show, and and it's interesting because it's happened to so many chicks, yeah, and it's so uncommon. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's so common that it happens uh, that it's. It's almost scary how many chicks are just like will come mm-hmm. up after a show and be like, "Oh, that happened to me," or like email me oh, and be like, "Really? Oh, all the time, really." Yeah. Especially and- because of the this, the, I feel like especially your your rape, which is there was so much familiarity there. This is like a family event. This is right. a place where you think you can you're safe. It's, right. This was not just some random night out where you were like out on the town drinking by yourself. Right. This was a, a wedding of a close friend. Right. So you're like, "Oh, I feel safe." Exactly. And chicks will and it's. It's always an interesting thing because the aftermath. So this is where when I talk about when I like when I like think about what happened after the morning after Mm -hmm. that's when because even afterwards I was always just like, oh, my God, maybe like I like agreed to it or maybe because I was super drunk. So maybe I was like, yeah, I want everybody to have sex with me. Um, But in the morning, this is how I know looking back. I'm like, no, this is was probably rape was in the morning. There was a knock on the door to be like, hey, we have brunch. The wedding brunch is happening. And when there was a knock on the hotel door, are they still there? The two dudes were there. They took the comforter off the hotel bed and wrapped me up and shoved me off the side of the bed in the corner between the bed and the wall and covered me with a comforter. They cover your face? Oh, yeah. My whole body was wrapped up like a mummy in case somebody walked in so nobody would see me. It's hiding the evidence. So they knew what they did was wrong. It's not like we had like a great not a normal thing that you I mean, how do you tell a woman? How does a man tell a woman to shut up and go back to bed while they're fucking her and not... I, I yeah no it's it's completely because I've had and this is I was talking about this with my friend the other day on the phone a few days ago um we're talking about because she was like I think it was raped and we were talking about it and we're and uh, I said well here's you can always tell when the aftermath because I've had and it sounds like we all I mean that's why you do the podcast right guys we fucked I've had many a one night stand okay mm-hmm. and I'm I don't have a problem with it. I thought it was great. I think it's fun. Um, so here's an example. This guy, Nate, whose last name I'm not going to say because he's like a musician, but he's, he's super great. Super nice guy. Biggest dick I've ever fucked. Like it was painful. Oh, he lives too, in too L.A. Too yeah. I mean, if I know now that I know like ahead of time, prep. I can just put like <laughs> I totally I'll just put, get what like, you're in, saying. I'll just put like 
like, like do a, some kegels and do like really right. like do some air, kegels it's like you, your mind can make your vagina ready for a right beard. and they need to hydrate more do you know what i'm saying you get yeah, ready because yeah. he has a giant dick mm-hmm. how big how many inches is giant i don't even know like i'm i don't even oh, know God. like nine it's like inches athletic long training yeah. yeah yeah it's like nine was inches it thick long too? super thick like Damn. it was painful i mean it oh. was like it was huge it was fucking giant and he's very nice guy and he's super cool and i've known <laughs> I'm him just a nice guy with huge a huge dick uh, also very nice very rare. nice guy it's like a great person <laughs> so here's the difference so he and i just love to drink and he lives in la and he where i was living in la he lived like a mile and a half from there and so our local bars were right we went to the same local bars so we would run into each other a lot and we'd always try to like like oh we should hook up and then we never did and then we finally did before i moved to new york and um and when we did hook up because he's we were both super hammered so we go back to his place and um it was way fun as like his cats we had to like lock him out of the room because they're just like his cats are all over the place and fucked it was phenomenal and you remembered it all and so i you remember like, it all blacking out no man. but i mean it was close to blacking out and but like but it was fine and i remembered yeah. it and so in the morning now i wake up and i have a massive headache and i'm like where am i like what did i do, do you know what i'm saying where yeah. you wake up and you're like oh, god damn it yeah mm-hmm. well he woke up and he is an alcoholic and a blackout drunk and so he wakes up and he, we saw each other and we both were like freaked out we both were like oh god I, i'm like i'm here and he was like holy shit you're here and his response was oh my god are you okay do you remember coming home with me mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i said yeah i remember and he goes oh my god i was really drunk i'm so sorry like do you mm-hmm. so that as a dude to make sure it was consensual right he wakes up like holy shit i i was drunk do you like do you want to get breakfast like what do you want yeah. do you want anything i was like no no no, i'm fine let's just go back to sleep and I, asking you if you remembered this right he yeah. was like do you remember coming home with me and i said yes so like that's a response of a guy who like yeah if you're both drunk and then you wake up if you're a nice person you're like oh my god please tell me like do you remember coming home with me yeah. and like do you want breakfast and like what do you want Because drunk sex happens it happens right. so it much happens. all the time and it's fine and we used a condom and who gives a shit yeah but if you wake up in the morning and the chick that you fucked with your buddy you wrap up in a giant comforter and shove her in a corner uh, so nobody sees her that, that means it wasn't like a fun when like, that was sexual ha- interlude when that was happening to you were you like what the fuck are you doing you fucking cunts i i'm so mad i wish i had the anger towards them but i was mostly just like what's happening like i didn't know what's happening yeah and then <clears throat> when um their mom was like okay we'll come downstairs so she closed the hotel door room uh nick removes the covers from my face and i was super hungover and as he moves the blankets from my face the other guy rohit did this like squat move where he was naked and he spread his butt cheeks like and did like his leapfrog squat over my face so that his asshole and his balls like hit my face and then he started laughing and he did this like weird like scream Mm -hmm. are you fucking kidding me no that's like a real thing that happened that is something i can like visualize it and he screamed and he like spread his ass cheeks and jumped in my face and then they laughed through the blanket back up over my face and then oh my God. he said, we're leaving now. You wait for 10 minutes and come downstairs and don't look at us. So that to me is not like, 
oh, we had like uh, we had a great time last night, right? <laughs> yeah, do you know? Yeah. So, or even like a holy shit, we were so drunk also, and we had sex. It's neither of those right. things. It's just complete. It's uh, a, were you feeling disrespect. physically like shit because you would like? I felt because when I'm in a hangover, I'm a zombie. Right. I can't even. I can barely move when right. I'm hungover. The badly. hangover, I felt awful. I felt worse physically because you know when you like fucked somebody like okay so this guy nate who is in la and he's got a giant dick um it's <laughs> to recap me, giant dick nate <laughs> it took me a week to physically recover because i yeah. everywhere i went i was like my pussy uh, hurts yeah okay mm-hmm. so that morning i remember at the wedding i was so sore oh, that God. i couldn't it was like painful to sit down in a chair because I was just like, oh my God. I was just like, what happened? Like, and then you, there's a weird thing because you, I feel like, oh my God, it's my fault for getting drunk. And then, like, you've heard the, you guys, you girls have both heard the bit. So I do like real funny jokes about it, but it's a serious thing where you do, you feel like it's your fault. And then, uh, and so you just kind of sit there and just like take it and like, you know, try but to. Even with them being so disrespectful to you in the moments that you did come right. to that night when they said like sh- shut up you're drunk or something yeah, like yeah. did that ring a bell of like that's not a way to talk to me or did that were you so like not aware it, of what you were even doing it does but i think that especially when i talk to and the terminology i've learned in the last six months is not a victim of rape we the survivors Survivor. is the term mm-hmm. um when that happens to you, the only can describe it as like in a scary movie when like a bad guy's coming out, you think like, oh, if that happened to me, I would scream and yell and call the cops. But then when that really happens Freeze. to you, you can't move because you're so afraid. Mm-hmm. So it's a very similar analogy. So when something's happening to you in the moment when somebody phys- physically overpowers you and this is this happened, I was raped before I ever did stand up. If that happened while I was doing stand up, I would have been like on stage next day. Those guys names would have been out and they would have been like, right. But it was a, a different yeah. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't used to verbalizing right. as much as I'm now. And so, but it's a strange because somebody has physically entered your body and physically overpowered you and degraded you. So it's a strange thing because you're from the outside. It's easy to, I think it's easier to say like, we'll take power of and course. tell them to fuck off. But you've been physically degraded and so you feel very powerless and you feel like a piece of garbage. And even though it's because someone treated you that way, I think that survivors of rape right after it happens, you feel like in, in any type of sexual assault, you feel so degraded and powerless because mm-hmm. someone literally took your power away from you that you don't know what to do. And so you're standing there like, what the fuck just happened? It's like being in shock. In after shock. Work. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like after car accidents, if someone gets hit by a car, you're in a car accident. Um, you're in shock and so a lot of times they'll be like if you were t-boned or you were hit ambulances and police officers will be like laid down in this gurney and we're gonna take you and you're like no no no, i feel fine and they're like trust us you're in shock you're mm. actually very injured yeah and you don't realize till 48 to 72 hours later that you're like oh i was hurt but you're in shock yeah, yeah. and so the <clears throat> adrenaline but it's yeah. very similar with rape and sexual assault you're just in shock and so you're just like i guess i'm fine i fucking happen? don't know and then once you start to come to terms with it and realize as far as like statute of limitations, statute of limitations, excuse me, you have like seven years to report it. But even then you need within less than 24 hours to, to get collect a sample. semen, yeah. to get semen samples. And, and you're still some, in shock. 
and you're still in shock. And so it's like, what do you, how the what? fuck does that work? I just that had can't... two guys, you know what I would love after two guys just assaulted me in a four seasons. If someone could jam a Q-tip up my cunt, that would be, yeah. and ask just you just the cherry on the top and mm-hmm. ask you, what were you wearing? You fucking whore. <laughs> well, and also not to get graphic, but what, yeah. were they, you did, would you remember any sort of like condom or protection being no. used? So that, so I don't remember any condom. Okay. So that, yeah. So then it was, you, it's something that you could have, you had inside you. Right. So okay. you could have gotten an STD or you've got, could have gotten pregnant or yep. you could have like any, oh God. Did yeah. you go and get tested after? No. I, well, I mean, since that, in the seven since years. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, in the seven years, yeah, right. I have been because mm-hmm. I'm trying to fuck. Right. Uh, totally. Like on a positive note, but no, so I have been tested. So <laughs> right. uh, I don't And like, you were tested, you did testing with your the first guy that the you first slept guy that with. I ever slept So with. you've always, it seems like you've always been yeah. responsible well, was, about your so I vagina. Like to, yeah, I like to like, get tested because. Well, I, you know, it was just a question of like if that person gave anything directly to her is what right, I meant. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, well, yeah, and it says you don't even, and that's the crazy thing because you don't even think about stuff like that. Right. Because you're just like, don't have sex with me when I didn't say it was okay. Yeah, no. when I'm trying <laughs> to force you off of me because right. men are so much stronger than women physically that mm-hmm. you can't do anything. Like, you feel helpless. Right. Oh my God. I, yeah. Uh, no, it's super gnarly. Yeah. And it's like, uh, and it's so, such a, well, it's such a strange thing because you, you know, and even to talk about it, it was so weird for me to even talk about at all because I do I like I love fucking and yeah that's such I a... have open and there's a weird and this is um you know and you'll have people like words ago you you probably liked it and it's like well I mean no if anybody says that you're trying to physically get this guy out of your vagina right you probably liked it is the last thing you yeah. know that's just no yeah it's, have people said that to you at the comedy store but they were like open mic hecklers mm-hmm. yeah were they comedians no it was like they a were crazy. human. I, the it was fact cra- that that came out of a human's it mouth. It was a crazy that's dude just the worst. in jean yeah. cutoffs and Oakley sunglasses. So we indoors. can't really. Yeah, yeah. that's not God, those types strange. of men. Yeah. I hate. Oh, well, so much. Oh, he's super gross. Well, I think it's hard, especially as a chick, because if you like. And, and Dave Chappelle, who I think is very funny and I really he's one of my favorite comics. But I can remember he did a joke forever ago where he talks about chicks dressing I know. up in like provocative oh, clothes. If you, I know if you act like ref- a cop. If that you, one? If you, if you, yeah. You're in a whore's uniform. Yeah, you're in yeah. a whore's yeah. uniform. We've referenced this before on the podcast okay. because I, yeah, that's a... Okay, good. Yeah. So that's already been referenced. Absolutely. So that bothers me because that really fucking bugs me because it's like, I, it's like you, sometimes you just want it. First of all, men need to as, control themselves. As far as like a quote whores outfit, <clears throat> especially now when I grew up in Los Angeles, it gets hot there. I've lived in Miami. It gets hot there in yeah. New York. It gets hot as fuck here. If you think I'm not going to walk around in fucking hot pants and a crop top when it's a hundred degrees and 80% humidity, you are fucking wrong. I'll put on a sweater and like tights under my shorts for a show. You don't but, need to explain yourself either. You can wear whatever you want, whatever yeah, the fuck you like want you, to wear. You should be able to wear whatever you want, the thing whenever is like, you want. You shouldn't have to say, I'm not doing this for <clears throat> men. You don't need to I'm justify right. it. Absolutely I, not. It's hot. It's the same reason that I yeah. shave my head. Doesn't matter because if it was cold. Right. Doesn't matter. Right. You can wear whatever you want, yeah. whatever you want. Dress and it has however you want. nothing to do with the, anything. The horse uniform thing is a very strange thing. It's like yeah. that, and I love Chappelle, and, yeah. but that bit really fucking bothers me because yeah. it's like I get and it's like okay no I get what you're doing and that's very funny but also as a woman I can't really get on board with that because I should be able to wear well what's slutty to you 
Yeah. What's slutty to anybody? It's all subjective. So if I'm wearing a tank top and shorts, is that slutty? Right. If, you know, some guys might get off to like, like fitted jeans. So I can't wear tight jeans. I have to wear baggy fucking clothes and yeah. giant sweatshirts. Otherwise I'm like asking to get raped or like yeah. approached and hit on by men. It's the dumbest thing in the world to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that the, the one good thing about that bit is that it's a real insight to us about how, how a thinking. lot of men are thinking. Yeah. So that to, to, to make something positive. So we know to negative. just kill them all except for your boyfriend <laughs> who's yeah, real lovely. Great. Your so boyfriend nice. seems real sweet. Isn't he sweet? Um, <laughs> I know um, you said that when you when you were preparing to kind of start talking about this after all these years, yeah. you you said, I've got to be ready to get called all kinds of names. Right. Can you talk about any, any, if at all, backlash besides the commie store weirdo yeah. uh, that you've received, how you've handled it, anything like that? I know this has been a pretty short time since yeah. you started discussing it's still, this. It's been like less than two months, but as far as being called, uh, just like messages on Facebook from people that I've known in the past, um, where people are just like, well, but you like fucking like you get drunk. Maybe don't get that drunk. You know, people are like, well, but you were super drunk at that wedding because a lot of my friends knew I was They're there. They're trying to just so these were fr- these are friends. Well, friends, air quotes, people right. that I've since deleted from Facebook. Thank but God. people mm-hmm. are just like, I heard the thing, but you were really drunk at that party. So it's like, what do you expect? And it's like, well, to not you were also drunk. Did somebody fuck you? <laughs> like, right. Do you think that's because they don't want to believe that that can happen? I think on some level it's because they don't want to like believe that it happened. And my friend, it was at her wedding um, and her husband who, and they're really awesome. um, They're both just like, please tell us who it is so we can like murder them. And I'm like, we're not going to kill anybody. (laughs) Um, So that's been a strange thing because it's weird because I mean, legally the statute of limitations has run out. Um, Well, has it though? Because you said seven years and wasn't, isn't it August 30th? August August 30th. Yeah. So I still have like a a couple months. Right. What is your hesitation about bringing the, that to the attention of the authorities? Well, they because you can you even this is so well, fucking annoying that I'm even asking this fucking question. Can you prove it? You can't fucking prove you it. You can't prove anything. No, I, I couldn't everything. prove it if it was the day I after that the I even wedding. Have to ask. They couldn't prove it if it was after the wedding because there's no semen right, that is their semen in your vagina. Right, and then you can be like, what oh, what's the point of the statute of limitations? Right, what's the point? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, but if you're a dude and you claim that you got raped by two guys in the park, even though you were blackout, almost blackout, do drunk, they take a sample of their asshole? Right. They do do they? I'm asking. I don't know. I don't think so. Oh. This guy in Cambridge, I was reading this on uh, BBC News today. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but as far as like, I haven't had a huge backlash, which has been nice, but it's just been like a handful of people where it's just like, well, but you were super drunk. And I remember you were like blacking out on the bus and it was like, okay. Right. But yeah, I was very interested to talk to you, especially about the drinking, because we've had a, a slew of stories that involved uh, drinking, you right. know, a lot on me not remembering. Sex, and there are yeah, a lot of people that yeah. are like, well, if you were drunk, it doesn't count. Or if you know, if you tell a man to get his dick out of you right. and you're screaming for help and that man does not do that, that is fucking rape. Right. If you're and like, you're please, fucking, if you're like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Yeah. How can you? Be? Yeah. So what what was the more the brunt, the breakfast? soup it was uh how it was brunch it was brunch. a real classy affair sorry brunch <laughs> did you see them yes so i was sitting right. at a table with my friend the bride and my friend charmy and our friend marcia and trevor and jonathan so the people i grew up with since like elementary school mm-hmm. 
we're sitting at that one table and the guys, Nick and Rohit were sitting to my left hand side at a table off to my left. So obviously your friend, the bride so now knows your- who these people are. She's not going to hear it on this podcast. The names right. of these people, yeah, right? Yeah. You've told her personally. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and then so they were any eye contact, any, no, they told you not to look at, they them? were like, don't look at us. So <sighs> I can remember. And this is the, this is the silliest thing. This is the heart. The, when I do the joke on stage, the hardest part of telling that joke is when I talk about when I go, when should I have brought it up? When's a good time to bring up that you got raped? Should I brought it up at brunch the next day? It's really funny. Uh, really ruining you. the party, Wendy. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> God, wait to rain on everybody's um, pride. It's my wedding. Can you not? Can yeah. you just like save that? So that part of the joke, whenever I do it, I vi- I'm visualizing when I go, should I brought it up at brunch the next day? Like beautiful ceremony. So when I do the joke, when I'm telling that on stage, I'm visualizing the table in front of me, my friends, and the guys to my left. Yeah. So that's the hardest part of the joke for me because I'm like, I when I say right. brunch, I visualize them behind me. And I'm, I talked about this on the other podcast, but it's before I ever started talking about it, I would have like flashbacks. Not every, every day, but like multiple times a week. And especially if I was ever hooking up with a guy of, um, the, the waking up and being like, fuck you, you're drunk. Mm -hmm. So I would flash back to that and I would flash back to being covered in a blanket and having it pulled off my face and the guy squat his asshole. Yeah. You're experiencing PTSD right? and being covered up. So that would happen. Demeaning. Oh, oh, that's, and that's the almost demeaning another human being. Right. It's very like Guantanamo Bay shit. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. And those motherfuckers are fucked for when, life in their brain. Yeah. When I saw when, when all the Guantanamo Bay stuff was going out and they were showing all these crazy leapfrog and pyramids, I remember thinking like, oh my God, that I remember I was like, that was demeaning. What that guy did to me was demeaning in this way where it's like, it's not even sexual, but you're just being a fucking asshole, like pun intended. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You were spreading your butt cheeks apart. Now I gotta, this is going to make a lot of listeners unhappy, but now that I'm learning more information about the story, yeah. I mean, we talk a lot about different cultures and how different cultures treat women so the mm-hmm. fact that the person who did this uh was indian 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 culture i is it's not it's an it's not really the it's best not, culture I, for women i thought no. it was a res- well no no it's I, not. I don't know much about so it. is that no. and so i, I want to yeah i want to it's because i yeah. just i'm learning this now i i didn't yeah. know this previously dude it's uh, really i didn't know that yeah yes Women are well. There, if you want to, like, you know, to get real, like, you know, modern and trendy. If you go on Netflix, there's a documentary called "It's a Girl," and they talk about in certain cultures when a female baby is born, when a little girl is born, it's a girl. Those are the three worst words you can hear in India because in the the countries of like India and China. China, Okay, so those places, so women are Are born hated. They're born hated. Because and less valuable. They're Jesus. much less valuable. And even my friend who grew up in Western society, her parents are, they moved over here from Sri Lanka. So growing up, she had three older brothers. And as the, the girl, the brother, I mean, the brother, the men are like worshiped in the family. And as the girl, her parents loved her and then they cared about her. But they also, instead of for the girl being like, you go achieve great things. They're like, your goal is to marry mm-hmm. A wealthy doctor. So very low expectations. So very low ex- expectations for women. Also, and just in, culturally, in general, even if they're westernized, there still is like a cultural thing where like women are equal to, almost to like goats and property. And they're serving and, and doing things and preparing and, and catering to, right. to and men. And catering to men. It's It just is. So the it's men right. are born, they're, they're raised to be babies. Right. 
And interesting, I worked on a cruise ship before I ever did stand up. I was a personal trainer and I used to own a gym in Orange County, like a private training studio. And I worked on a cruise ship as a trainer for nine months. Working on a cruise ship was very interesting to me. So this was after I was raped. And then after that, I like cut my hair short and worked on a cruise ship. So growing up in Southern California, you meet people from like all different cultures. So I'd see people with all different skin colors and from all different countries, but we're all like in the same high school and you just like shake hands and you're like, what's up? And we're all the same. And everyone's kind of, it's very similar to New York. You've got different ethnicities, ethnicities here. And so you everyone just kind of gels, mm-hmm. um, being on the cruise ship. There were Indian people, but they were like from India. Mm-hmm. They're not like Westernized. And I can remember I had short hair and I was working in the gym and, uh, I like, drank and smoked cigarettes and was like this loud fucking American broad. <laughs> and I would be in the elevators to go to work at like five 30 or six in the morning. And when Indian guys, guys, and I would be like, Oh, Hey, I'm Wendy. Nice to meet you. And like, cause you're new to the ship. So you'd be like, nice to meet you. And I can remember a guy in his forties who was from India. I went to shake his hand and he was like, I, we don't shake women's hands unless we're married to them. Mm-hmm. Like we don't touch oh. women because, and I remember I said, oh, okay. And I thought he was joking. He was no, cause women are like dirty. Whoa, and that was whoa. the only way he could translate that to English because we have periods. Yeah. Okay. So, so in most of those countries, women don't, you don't shake hands with a woman. If you, if you were like in, in New Sri Lanka as a woman, you can't walk around with like in a bikini if it's 105 degrees outside and be like, oh, hey, what's up? And shake somebody's hand. A man will not shake your hand because mm-hmm. you're like an unclean fucking bleeder. Do they like fucking women? Yes, but as property. So you have to be married to them. And also you can't walk around in those kind of clothes because you're just like a whore. So you have to be covered and demure and then they can fuck you. But it's almost like uh, fucking a property. Yeah. Well, it's not, they're not equal relationships. Oh, how do I control my, I don't know. Kathy Griffin told a very, an interesting story about the handshaking. She does a lot of traveling for her comedy. And I think she was, she performs for the troops often. So I think she was probably in Afghanistan and she, uh, beautiful accent, by the way. I know I was trying to, well, cause I did this whole, I did this whole, um, project with like the Afghan women's like, uh, writing project. Oh, yeah, that was oh, so I was like taught how to say it. And I was yeah. like, I can't fuck this up. And like, Afghanistan. Well, I, and I had mm-hmm. like wear like a burqa and everything. Yeah, anyway, no, that was to, beautiful. Cause was I was great. like, I, I was like, know women from <laughs> Afghanistan. So I was well, like, that read, was perfect. That's where you read the letters, right? From women. Yeah. That was a whole, another oh, thing where people what? are getting stoned and shit. I can't. Okay. So, but anyway, this is about handshaking that we're talking about. This is, that's another, the world is really, that's another world. Thing. Yeah. And she, yeah, and she, and she was like, okay. Well, she's like, I'll perform, but she's like, I want to shake every man's hand. And so she went and they, oh, and they sh- shook their, her hand, but then she, go, she goes and she's like, yeah, I was feeling so powerful and everything. And then I noticed that everyone's hand was like kind of dirty. And basically she learns that after like getting off her high horse, that that in that country they no. they wipe their no. butts with their hands. No, it's just a thing no, that they no, do. No. It's yes. not it's not weird or whatever. That's so funny. so I just very funny weird. to me that you're explaining how women are dirty because we're bleeding. I mean, I'd rather have blood uh, blood on my hands than Them shit pl- on my hands uh, for sure. Day. Yeah, I'd rather have blood on my thighs than shit on my hands. Like, Ain't that right, ladies? <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> Let me tell you. Put it on a sweatshirt. <laughs> Print it. Sell it. Like what? What? <laughs> 
Why? It's very strange. Does like, anybody have any idea why these guys? I'm just talking to you two because no yeah. one else can answer me back. Yeah. Why? Why is that? An, why? Why? I I am a naive person, okay, and I believe in good, and I assume it's everybody's no, great until they prove exist, me wrong. So yeah. <laughs> why? I cannot understand why a man can do that and it's okay i how does he how does you how do you fucking live with it even if you're raised with it there's got to be this inclination of like this isn't right right you're we're like how? this is a person. How? Well, how does I that think happen? Sometimes, you, whether or not you know right from wrong, the power is thrilling. Power. Mm-hmm. It's a real. It's a really Look, powerful. I, thing. I get high yeah. off power. That's why I fucking do stand up. But I don't like right. Walk slap men in the face and just come on their eye right. or I don't fucking know finger whatever their, I would do to degrade them I know finger them while they're yeah I guess finger their buttholes mm, while if I had asleep. a dick I might slap a guy with my dick but like I mean if I had a fun. dick I'd slap everything with my dick because <laughs> yeah. that's the hilarious <laughs> oh man oh. all right yeah sorry that's well, so funny so so uh There's what so was the days after you were raped by these two fucktards yes were you still in, how long were you in a state of shock would you say Probably for like a week or so. And then um, that was the first time that I cut off all my hair. Um, and your reasoning was it was because metaphorically it was just like yeah, but feminine I, to it, you? Kind of, but it didn't even like occur to me at the time. But I I cut my hair off um, very short and I had just broken up with a boyfriend. Um, Which is also the haircut is also a very like post breakup thing. It's a right. brand new start. So yeah. we new broke haircuts up. are very. New do yeah. you new. You know what I'm saying? I know. It's just like. <laughs> I'm just going to like, you know, just kind of like have. I had like this sweet like wave. Yeah. It was like very Patrick Swayze. And, uh, <laughs> but like in, in the late 80s. I know. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, but I had this sweet. Like, so I just cut all my hair off. And then. Um, but it was after the wedding. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I stayed with my friend Brittany in Eagle Rock, which is like a dope neighborhood in Southern California. If you're okay. in Eagle Rock, I mean, go to the Oinkster. If you're a meat eater, it's a real bomb place to eat. Um, <laughs> okay. but so I lived and I was just waiting to get on a cruise ship to work. And so I just kind of chilled for like two months in Eagle Rock and cut my hair off. And I try to just like, kind of get over it. Like, but I, did you pretend and your it didn't friend happen? who you were staying with t- knew nothing of this? No. Okay. I so didn't tell her. You you had you didn't tell us a, a soul. Nope. I told zero people. And what okay. I just made I, a zero with my hands for the listening audience. <laughs> I loved hearing you talk about the yes all women hashtag. Yeah. Six years later. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is what kind of made you say something, anything typing or saying or anything that was the first time you verbalized what happened? Yeah. What, why, uh, what about seeing those tweets? Cause I, I remember when that hashtag was trending and I read these tweets and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. That was not what the fucking fuck. Right. Well, that was a weird thing because, and I'll talk about on stage, I talk about whatever I talk about everything and anything. I'm very open, but I never talked about that because that's something that, um, I just, it's, it's like any kind of trauma where you just try to kind of forget it because you're like, I don't know if did I do something wrong? And like, I don't want it because it's something that's so pay so painful that you don't want to think about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I was like, well, Twitter's like semi anonymous mm-hmm. and we're all kind of jumping on this bad bandwagon. So I'll do it. And I talked about like a, some like this guy, the Sunday school teacher who like taught guitar, who got a little like molestery with me. So he kind of like gave me like a weird hand job one time. So I like tweeted about that at the hashtag. Yes. I'll I was going to say, have you, did you have any sexual molestation in the, in the, yeah. What I remember is from when I was 10 from that, uh, 
guitar teacher. Okay. The oh. church, in the like youth group teacher. He put his hand on your vagina? Yeah. Bare hand, bare For vagina. For how long? Um, I like, mean, he fucking did it so that, but like, was it like, yeah, what? I mean, it was maybe for like one lesson and I can remember, and this is every time I hear guitar, I'm always sad. Cause I stopped taking, cause I was thought it would be, I, and I've got long fingers. People are like, do you play piano guitar? I'm like, no, I wish, but I got molested. So I only learned a few chords. God, Randy, really bringing down the mood. <laughs> I know. Can you stop getting molested, please? Cause I'm trying I to have a good wish. time tonight. Dude. So I honestly, like, I had a guitar and it was like, I can remember he was real creepy and he would like sit (laughs) and put his hand like As molesters are. I know. (laughs) They're always so damn creepy. And we did, I did two lessons and it was fine and he was a little bit creepy, but I was like, ah, whatever, I guess. Like the vibe was creepy. His name was Robert. I forget his last name, but his first name was Robert. And then the third time I wore a dress because it was super hot and it was in the basement of the church and we were like doing guitar lessons and he just was like, oh, let me help you. And then he was like sitting behind me and like his right hand and, like left the cords and just like went inside of my You were 10 vagina. years old. It was 10. One zero. Yeah, yeah, one zero, 10 oh, years old. Fuck. And I remember being like, this seems like this is inappropriate. And I just remember he was like breathing on my neck. Oh. And I was like, I was like, this seems inappropriate. And you just freeze because you're a little kid and you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. You work for the church and you're like, um, and so you just freeze. Yeah. And then it, that only was only like 15 minutes ish. Maybe if oh, I'm oh. looking at like, cause there were no, there was another lesson. So somebody else came running downstairs for their lesson. 15 minutes is a long That's ass a time long to have a stranger's hand in your vagina. Right. When, you're when you were a child. Did he yeah. put his fingers in you? Yeah. Just the one <gasps> finger just inside. Oh, and, uh, God damn it. and so that was gnarly. And then I only learned to play like two, I think like only three chords on the guitar. And my brother made fun of me cause I was trying to play guitar oh, my younger brother was like it. you only know three chords you know and i was just like well and my remember my parents were like do you want to go back and i'm like nope i quit guitar and you didn't say i didn't just say like, anything i was just like i quit guitar and especially when you're going to church that's why church people can get away with molestation yeah. because kids don't want to say anything against the church because yep. it's like jesus you know what i'm saying so you're just like i guess it's cool if like someone from yeah. the church did it and maybe i'm wrong for not liking it Yeah, because there's like a cult like mentality right so you on. just don't say anything um, but so that was the only. So thing. You, that's what you tweeted about when that. So I tweeted about that. Are you what? Are you Catholic? What it's that? No, I was like Christian, Christian just generic, generic kind Christian. of like, hey, <laughs> it's Easter and Christmas. Got it. Got it. Go it's somewhere. Fun for eggs. Go somewhere. Open some fucking presents. Hey. <laughs> There's eggs in the yard. Get them before they spoil. That was like that Christian. I grew up. But so I tweeted about that, and then the rape. Mm-hmm. That was because it was just double like, whammy. So I was like, I'll just like talk about it. like, why not? If we're all and this is an yeah. outlet that everyone's like, oh, well, all of these people are coming and, and saying and making right. a fucking good point because everyone's reading them going, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, and the you're people, just reading it going, what? And, what? Yeah. and everybody who wrote them was probably like, yeah, that fucking happened. So, uh, yeah, I think that because women are so and it's part of it, like in our nature to. Um, be, there's like this maternal instinct and part of a maternal instinct yes. is wanting to make everything okay. I was thinking of, oh, I'm so and glad not wanting to be a bother. Right. Yes. Look, I don't want to make a thing to... about a thing and like, is everything okay? Yes. And that's like women, Absolutely. And like women comics talk about it and male comics talk about it, but we're a woman. Like you can tell when a woman's mad. Cause you'll be like, are you mad? And she'll be like, no, it's fine. It's okay. It's fine. And they do jokes about it, but that's like what we do. Mm-hmm. And I do that Value even earlier today. Right. I, I was like super upset about nothing. 
thing. Like, no, I'm not mad at anybody. I'm just sad in general. Mm-hmm. I was just real bummed out for the past couple of days. I've been super sad. And then when I was talking to Patrick, um, who I've known for a long time, so I trust him. And, and so it's fine. And he was like, how are you? I'm like, oh, I'm just real sad. I go, but it's fine. He's like, good. I'm glad it's fine. And we're laughing. But it's women do that. We ne- Most women have this maternal instinct where we go. They don't uh, put themselves Where first. we're trying to be like, it's fine. I don't want to put anything on you. I'll deal with it. I'll handle it. And we learned that from our moms, because if your mom especially was like a powerful woman who like kind of ran the household and you learn that like women take care of everything and everything's fine. So Mm -hmm. you don't want to make a big deal about anything because you're like, I can handle it. I can handle it. I don't want to put this on anybody. And most and this again, very like hacky comedy premises, but they're also it's like such true. a big truth. No, this is a great point. Yeah, they're true things to life. So this is a very hacky comedy premise. Like I would never do joke about this, but it's a real thing. Yeah. When your dad, like growing up, when your parents get sick or even when you're you've got your boyfriend. Right. So like if you're dating somebody and like if your boyfriend, like if your boyfriend gets sick with like a very common cold, it, you would think he had. <laughs> Yes. Cancer oh, yes. of all kinds. You're so right. A guy get, I can remember doing this is I never did stand up, but this is like a joke I would tell in like elementary school. God damn it, you're so right. Because my stepdad would get like a cough and he was in bed, laid up, and my mom, I mean, he would like miss work and he's like, oh, I gotta can't move. And he had like a sore throat. My mom would have a fever of like 103, mm-hmm. but she had to get shit done. So she would get up and take Sudafed and like cook. Just and get lunches made and go to work. And I remember making the joke to my friends, like in elementary school, that it's like not, it's such a hack. Now that I'm an adult yeah, doing we comedy, I'm like, yeah. it's a hack joke. I would never do it. But I can remember I telling my friends, would be like, yeah, your mom could be like, you know, with the flu and like have one arm falling off and the other arm. She's like, it's fine. I can still stir the eggs with my good arm. <laughs> why is But it's, why? I don't know. It's like a woman. I don't either. And I do it. Right. And, and I, and I dismiss my own feelings. Right. Just to save everybody the trouble of listening. Well, a lot what's of the interesting times. is there's this weird thing where they're like, uh, there's this weird belief where like men are the stronger sex and then the stronger gender. Oh God, no! But not if sure. you look physically, at, they're pretty strong. Physically, they're stronger, and that's it. That's and the, about but it. But everything else, like <laughs> mentally and emotionally, oh, yeah. women are a lot stronger, and we can deal with a lot more shit and handle. Because if you look at like the shit that's put uh, that gets put on women, and that we're not all just lunatics, I can't believe we're not running in around bin. like yeah. chickens with our heads cut off. With the weird shit gets, that gets thrown at us, as far as like how we're supposed to look, how we're supposed to behave, how much we're supposed to weigh, like don't even get fucking started on this stuff. Like and not to get. sound like some real that like the Molly Shannon comic. Like don't even get me started. Anna Gasteyer. <laughs> Started. That's Anna Gastar character. It's a great character. <laughs> but it is all the shit that's thrown at women versus what's thrown at men. And the fact that we can still get up and function and be like, I'm okay with who I am and I'm going to get stuff done today. And I'm also going to make muffins for uh, your mother-in-law's brunch. You know what I'm saying we can do all that stuff. Yeah. So we are actually the stronger, more powerful gender. And we are the gender that like brings life forth and yeah. does all that kind of stuff. But there's this... Uh, but there's a strange because physically we're weaker. Yeah. And then there's a strange thing the where fuck well, whoever created us. Right. But emotion. This is always weird to me that emotionally being more emotionally available is seen as being emotionally weaker is always since I was a kid has been so backwards to me because I'm like the people who cry, people like when you cry, it makes you weak. I'm like, no, if you cry, it makes you like in touch with your thoughts and emotions. So it actually makes you stronger than a person who doesn't cry. Cause they're not hiding it. Right. Because you're more like in tune with what's happening. And so you're more powerful to make decisions and yeah. c- 
kind of if like, you're holding it at any moment you could just explode oh yeah yeah if you just stand I, you're constantly releasing it you're constantly learning and growing and you're you're okay with yourself right and so you can kind of make kind informed of. decisions you know <laughs> yeah or at least you're just like real good at crying and looking pretty when you cry like <laughs> no <laughs> one's looking no one's good at it. if they're really crying you usually right. like shit <laughs> which is fine yeah because if you're feeling the cry like oh then you're into it cry girl the other day i was crying so hard and i like took a picture of myself just see what it looks like and <laughs> Me i, was I like, do that too i've done that oh my god I did i'm that. like <laughs> i just want to see what it looks like just you know for like uh for like auditions and stuff <laughs> yeah. i just want to know how i look when i cry for like uh film stuff oh, but the thing that with the thing with that is you're right and i've been aware of this most of my life i've been aware of uh I just knew, I just, I've seen the women in my life carry more burdens than mm-hmm. the men and they, and they deal with it with grace and the times that they don't, they get faulted for, correct, which is such fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then I, I, and I've known this, this is something I've always known, but then when it gets to the point where I think it's about developing a sense of awareness mm-hmm. so that you can tell when you're being dismissed and you could say, no, 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 I'm upset and I can completely be upset and that's okay. So go fuck yourself. Right. But I'm so I'm slowly developing that self-awareness where I can identify it and not let it get to me. If someone, if a guy's like, yeah, it's so emotional, whatever. But usually it just makes me fucking explode because right. it's like I have all of that knowledge of like, I do this and this and I dismiss my feelings for you and you're going to fucking do this. And I like I can't control my temper. Yeah. Like that's one of the reasons why I have a temper. How do you I don't I mean, do you guys ever feel that way? Like when you get mistreated like that, you just like explode or it's just me? Uh, well, I we talk I'm constantly angry. So I never I rarely explode. Because yeah. I'm 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 constantly letting people know how I feel. Yeah, I don't hold anything <laughs> in, great. so there's no explosion. Right. Uh, there doesn't need to be a release. There's you just get a that constant way? annoyance. Right. Where you just like, I don't really like explode. Um, like what happened? Get those two guys. Thinking of those two guys, does that make you fucking angry? How do you feel when you think? Back yeah, that? I've been talking about it a little bit. So it would like make me angry. Um, I don't get the stuff that bothers me now because I've, and not to sound like a super hippie because I can still get mad about stuff and like yell and get upset and cry. But I really do try to just like, I have to like let it go at some point. So that bothers me. Um, the stuff that really bothers me is, uh, when I get called weird by a guy, like I got a real problem with that. Um, I get called weird a lot and I have a big fucking problem with that. So Mm. if it's, so when that kind of stuff happens, then I, if, then I feel like that it's like, no, well, fuck you. You know So it's that because they're of, dismissing how fucking awesome you are and just saying you're weird. Right. It's like when a guy says you're fucking crazy, but you're like legitimately upset about a legitimate concern. Right. Well, that's the thing. And being in the, and I talk about this in my acts and I've talked about it on podcasts, but I'm super open about it in my standup is, um, I've been diagnosed a couple different times by different like doctors in different facilities as bipolar. Um, and I run mostly manic, but I get where I'm just like awake for days and days and I do have kind of weird ideas and my brain is kind of, it's kind of like I'm on a blend of Coke and ecstasy a lot, which is why I love alcohol because I'm up so much. So alcohol, even Mm. though it's a depressant for me, alcohol is a stimulant for me. So I can drink booze and I'm like, I feel amazing. And I feel leveled. If I'm not drinking, I feel so spacey because I'm so jacked up most of the time so I feel like I'm floating in a weird dream space and I do have like weird thoughts and and so growing up I was always called a weirdo and so if I'm dating someone and I get called weird or like crazy that is very that bothers me to my core and uh and so I will 
kind that that kind of stuff all blow up. Yeah. Where it's like, no, 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 I'm not being crazy. This is like, don't write me off as some mm-hmm. kind of like emotional bitch. Like you're being an asshole yeah. or like this situation is fucked up and it's so easy for people, especially for dudes to just write chicks off as like, no, when you PMSing, like like, Oh God. God, that's so annoying. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, no. I have like a legitimate concern and I haven't had a period in like pff, two and a half years. So try Word? me again. Birth control? I No, I've been off birth control for mm. three years, two and a half years. Wait, why do you have a period? I just am like, I'm like a superior woman. I'm just like the future of women. I've been off birth control for, yeah, it's been two and a half, three years. I haven't had a period. Did you go to medic- a doctor? Is that, yeah. Is that weird? Is this okay? I went to a doctor and they said everything was fine. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it just like premature menopause or? I have no idea what it is. Wow. Yeah. But, but, but they but, did hormone but testing you're, or? So can you not get pregnant right now? I sure hope not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want kids. Yeah. Do you kids? No. Oh, okay. All right. No, no, so no, you no. don't even give a shit. Okay. I have a niece. I'm old. I'm like 33. I'm not trying That's to have not kids. Old. You're not old at all. Well, I'm 33 and I can't get a second date. So like that is old for trying to have kids. Like I can't. I'll go on like a date and then that'll be fun. And then maybe the second date and then I'll say something and I'll just be like, yeah, you're a little weird. And I'm like, that's fine. Okay. Like well, what's, but, some, but that, what's an example? I would. This is very interesting to it, me. Well, I knew that would be. What's an example of something that you say that you feel is quote a turn off to others? <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> Because you, I know your word. What you think would we be the all weirdest. know when we when we don't get another call, we're like, okay, well, maybe it was that thing. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna give you this is like a double whammy. Okay, yes, well, the triple whammy. Oh, so even better. Is, um, one time with this guy, we're hooking up, and I cried like immediately during sex. <laughs> was like, this after you were raped? Was it like yeah. a flashback thing? No, no, no. But this was like a. But this was. Okay, it had, it this, wasn't connected. No, okay. it was just. I was just like very emotional. And he, <laughs> we've, I've, I've, yeah, I've done, done that. But I've this done is that. not someone that I was in it love with. Yeah, but I hide it. Same, I try. It wasn't someone I was in love with. Only once, and but yeah. This guy was, and he was living in the exact same apartment building unit that I. So this was like recently. This was like a year ago. Uh huh. In Hollywood. In um, Hollywood, where you cry after sex every time, you go it'll be great. <laughs> like, Hollywood, don't eat that burger. <laughs> yeah, he lived in the same building that I lived in when I was eighteen, where I very first had my own apartment. He lived in the same unit that I lived in. Very Whoa. fucking strange. That's I met crazy. Him. So we go back. I'm like, oh, this is the building I lived in on my own for the first time when I was eighteen. Oh wow. Same apartment so it was that's, very emotional for me to be back in there when i was yeah. 30 i was 32 at the time oh well, that's my a, god that, that's a valid reason So that was like very emotional it was just very strange it's like a cool beautiful nostalgic what a coincidence right it was so creepy and i walked in and i was like oh my god i'm having flashbacks to being 18 and having my own place and so and he was like super hot and like uh but it was, it was so anyway so that like freaked him out and i have uh and he I got I jokes about that, so I don't want to do the jokes on the podcast. But that was a real story, and he's Russian, and uh, that was a weird thing. <laughs> Russian and guy, eh? The yeah. most recent one was this guy was over, and he was like, I think I should leave. He was super drunk. And New York like, or L.A.? New York. Okay. 
and he was like, I think I should leave because we've been he'd been drinking and we hooked up once before and we had a great time and I was in San Francisco for shows and we talked on the phone and it was super cool and we hung out again and he was like, I'm really super drunk. Like, I don't know if I can like fuck properly because mm-hmm. he knew that I was like a 45 minute men chick and he <laughs> held it together the first time we fucked and it was great and I like appreciated the effort, right? Yeah. <laughs> he kept it going for, it was like about like 30 minutes and he was like, are you good? Do you feel good? I'm like, yeah, no, it's fine. And I didn't want to say like, oh, it's great because I'm normally like, I like to to fuck until I'm so dehydrated that I can't breathe. So we fucked, I think for like 35 minutes the first time. And he was like, he, he felt amazing. Cause he was like, would you come like 14 times? I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm not like counting until it gets good. Anyway. So I just kind of like, but I try to be like positive reinforcement. Yeah. yeah. Like, You're a nice person. I had a great time. Very womanly of you. Right. I yeah. try to be Nurturing. nice. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> So when we did hook up again, we were making out and he was like, I, he's like, I've been super, I've been drinking and like, I don't know if I can fuck cause I'm super drunk and I appreciate the honesty. And I'm like, well, that's fine. You can just like hang out and we can just like go to sleep. I don't give a shit. Cause I actually liked him and he's a nice person and he's cool. And he was like, well, I just like feel weird. And so I said, um, I had to pee the whole time we we're talking and he was like, I'm just, I have a problem with intimacy. And he got real fucking deep and started talking about his mom. And I was like, wow, I don't care that much. Like, do you know what I'm saying? I was like, the oh, real okay. Corinne. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Isn't that so annoying when you're like trying to fuck and someone's like, talk. Can you stop right. talking, please? I was just like trying to fuck and trying to, and he was like, well, I just got a problem with intimacy. And I'm like, Ugh. me too. And that's fine. And we can just like hang out and you can just watch a movie. We don't have to fuck. And he was like, well, and my mom. And I was oh. like, oh, God damn it. Are you going to cry? Like, are you fucking for real? Do you know? And so, but I try as a, as a chick, we try to be like, I get it. Like, I've been You don't want to hurt their feelings. You don't want to make them feel that. bad. Whatever. Yeah. You have to, we have to accept their feelings uh, begrudgingly because then when we want to have feelings, they need to accept us. Right. So you have to do that back. And so, but I had to pee and I was holding my pee in because I thought if I left to go pee, he was going to like leave. So I made a joke while I was drunk and he, and he was like almost going to cry. And I was like, Oh my God, that's a super sad story. And I said, listen, I have to pee. And he was like, okay. And I said, but I'm afraid if I go into my bathroom, you're going to leave. And I was drunk and I'm also like a, a spaz. And so I will just say what I'm thinking out loud immediately. And so I said to him, I go, Don't kill I go, uh, I go, but I have to pee. And he's like, okay. I go, but I'm afraid you're going to leave. And he's like, okay, well I'm not. And I go, okay. I said, I was thinking, wouldn't that be funny if I like took one of your shoes into the bathroom? So like you couldn't leave. <laughs> and he was like, I would walk out with one shoe and call the cops. And I was like, what? I was like, That's yeah, I know. I was like, I know I'm just being funny in a movie that would have been totally charming. See, I know, yes, but exactly. in real life, it's adorable. And Movies then, should teach us to be crazy. Right. And then the other thing that I did was, um, in the morning when this guy was trying to leave or like in the, he was his hair. I was like feeling super self-conscious about the shoe thing. And I was feeling, am I crazy? Okay. So he did, he spent the night. He okay. stayed the night because I started to cry that I like completely manufactured crying. Cause he was like, I should just leave. And then I like forced myself to cry. And I'm like, no, I get it. It's just like, I know what I look like. And this is like before I shaved my head. Cause like I can manipulate people. I was so, but why, why is this, why is this a recurring theme that you think you're unattractive? I just cried. I don't and get it. I cried. And he was like, what's wrong? I go, no, I know. I get it. I get what I look like. He's like, no, no, no. But I was doing that to like get 
time to like feel shitty and stay. Right, right. And right. I was like, look, I get that you can't get your dick hard, but like, can we just like not be alone? Let's just lay in my bed and each of us cannot be alone for the next six hours. Yeah. Like I said that out loud, Don't which you is very sad. Buddy? But it's like, but were you you were saying it seriously, not jokingly in this? Yeah, I was being okay. serious. I was like, okay. let's just not be alone for six hours. Just right. fucking lay down with me. Just gotcha. lay down. Let's just not be alone. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We're both in our thirties. Just for the next few hours, we can each not be alone. Like I get you have decided you're going to be alone because he was very kind of like dark and like, I'm just going to be alone. I'm like, well, fucking whatever. It's oh boy. four in the morning. Just lay your ass down. Yeah. So in the morning, uh, he's like getting ready to go and he was like uh, his hair. So, and I'm very self, if people call me crazy or weird, I don't like it. And I was real tired and hung over and his hair was all messed up. And, uh, and this is like true. And I've tried, tried to do a joke about it tonight earlier and I think it'll work, but this is like a, like l- verbatim what happened. His hair's all messed up and he goes, Oh my God, my hair's super messy. I look like a crazy person. And all I heard is crazy person. And so I turned, I looked up from my phone. Okay. This is, so this is like, Oh, what did you say? That was crazy. That would scare someone. This is, so he goes, I look like a crazy person. I looked up from my phone and I go, no, I have a job. I can pay my rent. <laughs> got all fucking super serious and he goes he's like no i said i look like a crazy person i was like oh right 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 yeah right 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 right, right, right. totally totally totally. and then he was leaving and he was like well i'll talk to you soon and i was like probably you won't have a great day and i haven't heard from him for like two and a half weeks oh my that's that's a little awkward that's a pretty dope way to be crazy like i didn't break glasses that didn't throw chairs or punches how to I'm, lose a guy in one day is oh my god in zero days yeah how to lose a guy in seven in, hours in point zero two days clock it so that's like so that's what i've done that's crazy like i've had guys where i've thrown them out of cars on a freeway overpasses and they come back and it's fine because we get in big Whoa. screaming fights that's that's a lot <sighs> but the where i fuck Thrilling. up is when i'm like trying when i think like this is super Uncrazy. I'm about to explain <laughs> calmly why I'm not crazy. And he's like, I wasn't even talking about you. And I'm like, good. I'm not so- I knew that. I was just making sure you were listening. Yeah. You fucking asshole. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shave my head and just, just, and just clock out of this fucking thing for the next eight months till it grows back in. It's just so gnarly. Oh, I want to shave my head. Oh but, my you know. So, um, I would love to end on, um, you were saying this has happened to more girls than you were kind of surprised by how many girls come up to you yes. and say that pretty much exactly happened to me. Right. What would, what advice would you give them? We do have, we've a had lot some, of young listeners. We've had well. some people who have been, uh, who have emailed us and they were, they've been raped. Yeah. And I don't know what the fuck to say because of course I can say you call 911, you get a rape case. Yeah. It's easy right. for fucking me to say I've never been raped. Like the, the trauma and being numb to it. That's such a, that's something to consider for people who right. haven't experienced it. Like that's a, yeah, I think that's the thing is that people are just like, well, why didn't you just call the cops and all the Cosby, uh, all the chicks rapes Cosby McGee over there. Yeah. Rapey McGee. When they come out and people are just like, why didn't you say anything, why didn't you say anything until now? And I, how about you get mad at Bill Cosby right. and He's not the me. bad guy. And it's the same. Like I was, you know, like I, when people will be like, why didn't you say it? When I try to talk to other people about it, I'm like, it's not like a fun story to think about. It's not like a, like a gal pal talk that just comes up because it's like, cool, you tell me about when your mom died in a car fire and then I'll tell you about when I got raped. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're not fun stories. It's something you don't want to remember. And it's the, the your your brain, it's a protective mechanism, mechanism yeah. where when you have a lot of pain and trauma, you block it out so you can go on with your life. Otherwise, you'll just think about that and you just sit and shake in fear because you're like, what the fuck just happened to me? Because you were physically violated. 
related yeah in like the most gnarly sense so if somebody goes through that um if you have the energy and wherewithal to call the cops and get a rape kit within 24 hours good for you do it say something if you don't and you're just freaked out just like talk to somebody and um talk to a friend but just like talk about it as much as you possibly can and then the other thing is to and this is such a hard thing to to think about is, is even like victims, especially kids, men, boys and girls, kids who are like victims of molestation and rape when they're kids. Um, because you don't really know how to process when bad things happen when you're younger. And then even as you're older, I think the big thing is just to, to realize like that it's not your fault. You didn't mm-hmm. do anything. It's not your fault. That person's a bad guy. You're not a bad guy. Um, so don't blame yourself. And realize that like they're the bad guy. And if you feel comfortable enough to go to law enforcement and call that person out, do it. If not, tell a friend, tell somebody like immediately. Because as soon as you start talking about it, it's like anything. And this is a, a thing in recovery. And because, um, you know, we've talked about this. I was very overweight a, a couple different times and also struggled with like I'm missing teeth in the back of my mouth from like bulimia and anorexia. And I've been like very, very thin and with drug addiction and eating disorder stuff. And something you learn in recovery is you're only as sick as your secrets. That's something you learn in recovery. So I find that to be true in general life for people who don't deal with addiction. So if you're, you know, a sex addict or if you're a drug addict and whatever's going on and you're not telling anybody anything you keep a secret, that's what's making you sick. yeah. Yeah. So you're only as sick as your secrets. The second you say something and get it out there and like put it out, Mm. whatever it is, however embarrassing and awful you think it is, uh, other people are going through it. So the more you can kind of get it out there, then you can start to fix yourself. And then, so I think that's the big thing is just to realize that like, it's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. That person or the other people, those are the assholes. Right. Even if it's a friend, just fucking talk to somebody. Go to a therapist. Call like a rape hotline. There's so many clinics. Yeah. Um, My friend Nicole and I, who's a comic out of San Francisco, are working on building a website for survivors of of rape and molestation to go and kind of have a place to talk and vent Mm -hmm. anonymously just to get it out there. Um, And we're still working on that. But so I'll have that up on my Twitter and on Yeah, we'll share that information when it's out. I mean, it's so crazy because it's like the one instinct that your brain has is to keep it in but not keeping it in and telling other people will not only make you i would think like feel a sense of relief but also make everybody else feel good like that's why this podcast got so big yeah people email us all the time and they're like i finally have a good sex life because i've heard you talking about sex just honestly and then inspired me to talk to my partner and just be like yo this is what i want to do and he was fucking on board and now we're fucking and it's so cool and it's just talking about it right that's something so simple sex is so healthy and so fun and so especially if you've been assaulted, it can make se- sex seem like it's this awful thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't enjoy sex any less. And it did fuck it up for me a little bit. Yeah. But then you just have to, like, take your power back. Mm-hmm. And especially if you enjoy sex and you've also been raped or assaulted. Right. That can mess with your perception of sex. But, like, sex can still be very fun yeah. and consensual and you can still be into liking sex, yeah. you know? Um, and there's a lot of shame that goes along with once you've been raped or assaulted. And so you, you associate shame with any kind of sexual pleasure or, or experience. And like that sucks because now they're taking your fucking 
happiness away from getting laid which yeah. is like because rape is it, rape i feel like is is treated almost like defensive driving it's like what steps can you take not to get raped yes. the term rape what? prevention yeah. is the most offensive fucking yes phrase mm-hmm. uh, i've uh, oh rape my god prevention is don't rape other people right, rape prevention should be like so to tell men to not rape jack yeah. don't tell me to wear sweatpants don't tell me to yeah. buy a fucking whistle or get fucking mace right. you're supposed to like what, what were you wearing mascara if you didn't want a dick in your ass you're like that doesn't make any sense at all <laughs> no girl has put on mascara in her bathroom like i hope i get that dick in my ass oh, man. i hope someone gets the hint Right. Oh, man, look at this new lip gloss. I'm going to have two dicks and one hole for sure by the end of tonight, and it's going to be against my will. Otherwise, Maybelline owes me a $7.99. Because I am bored with it, god damn it. All right. (laughs) Well, yeah, thank you so much for coming and being so honest. I mean, that's the whole point of everything that we're trying to do. And I, and, and also thanks for being so fucking funny as a, as a comedian. I was, I was listening to a lot of stuff that you were saying and just, it, you you have done what I love to say is, and that you're a comedian before anything else. And I know you were talking Thank about you. worrying about like, if people are going to like you, uh, after fuck it, I hope they get really uncomfortable. <laughs> that's my favorite thing. They got a fucking you're, the deal. set is fucking brilliant. So it's just Thank like, you. everything yeah. is, everything is Right. I Where really can we find you, you on Twitter? Where on the internet? So Twitter at Wendy Starling, W-E-N-D-I, S-T-A-R-L-I-N-G. And then my website is wendystarling.com. Great. And my Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Just find me somewhere. And you perform. You Now you live in New York. So I live in follow, New York. We can go on your website for your dates that you're... Correct. Yeah. Awesome. I yep. know my next New York shows. I'm at Cake Shop. I'm in Florida. I don't know when this comes out, but I'm in Florida in Friday. a few days. Oh, this comes out Friday? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're in South Florida on Saturday night, I'm at the Funky Buddha in Boca Raton, 8 and 10.30. Funky 30. Buddha. It's awesome. actually such a good... It's a giant place. It's a really fun place in Palm Beach. And then oh, on the 26th, I'm at Cake Shop here in new york awesome cool so follow her yeah. on twitter look at her website check out her shit and if you have a podcast um not one with like 10 listeners but with like a substantial listenership invite her to talk uh on your podcast about this is that uh, cool. i think really yeah. fucking dope talking and about comedy and about whatever the fuck that you yeah. want her to talk about not just she does more than just rape conversations i do other things besides get raped <laughs> i was like on really the funny prices, right <laughs> <laughs> the power of the podcasting people. Um, this has been another rousing episode of Guys We Fuck the Anti Slut Jimmy podcast. Thank you so much. Sky as we lie in fields of gold.